0: The heat grid is like an interconnected network. Lava tubes, probably, with the temperature increasing exponentially. So why didn't anybody say anything about this before? We didn't see it coming. It happened too quickly. I mean, we're talking five days ago, and it's like, oh, that's odd. Then, under a week later, the hills are active volcanoes. What should have taken over a million years almost happened overnight. So if this is correct, this explains why these things are exploding all over the city. This city is a ticking time bomb. Wait, what does this have to do with spiders attacking the city? Actually, everything. When I compared the pattern of the lava tube network, it had a very close structure to that of an insect colony. So wait, they had something in common? They're exactly the same. The volcanoes and the spiders are one.
1: The Mayans had a term for it. La Valanchula. You're listening to the Puzzed Kill Podcast.
0: This is episode 140. Welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we're talking about... A very pacific way to die. You mean specific. Uh, that's what I said, pacific. Specific. (laughs) specific. <laughs> do you know anybody that says specific without the s?
2: Yeah, you. Uh, no, 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 I don't. No
0: no no no, 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 no. I do not, but I do know people that do and it is the most annoying fucking thing on the face of the earth. Do I also know that exact person? Yeah, uh, you know you know stories about that exact person. <laughs> What's going on guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim and I'm Branson. He's Branson. back.
3: Branson's yeah, back. Yeah. Branson's back because we're back in Branson's uh, home studio. Here. We are, we mm-hmm. are. Ju- uh, Justin is still off on his Hawaiian vacation.
0: He is, he is battling the odds as we speak, which think will he, make more sense in a minute. <laughs> I think
3: actually, uh, what time is it here right now? It's like uh, eleven. Yes. He might, he might literally be snorkeling right now, right this second. Snorting what? Sn- <laughs> <laughs> coconuts. Crushed, crushed, crushed coconuts. Hold
0: that. that. Coconutta. Coconutta. Mmm. Nose oh, beers. What, what, a, was that? what was that? Unplugged I, the, uh, I unplugged oh. the auxiliary cable oh, from You my... amateur. 140
3: episodes and you still can't keep your elbows clear of the connections, you bastard. Me? Yeah, no, you No, I do.
0: purposely unplugged it. I will f- <laughs> kill you. I will murder you. Oh, what's going on, guys? I'm Mike. Uh, I'm Jim again. Oh, we did. <laughs> and I'm and I'm Branson again. This oh, is Br-
3: so fun. Branson, uh, Branson's back. It's because we're back in Branson's home studio. What's wrong with you? We've uh, had like two and a half hours to prepare for this, and you just can't I've get had, anything I've, right.
0: I've, I've had like one beer, so I'm I'm drunk. That's yeah. that's what this that's what this equates to. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. Oh boy.
3: <laughs> anyway, what's up, guys? I'm Jim.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. Oh boy. Oh Oh my god! Um, I'm so lost right now. I you've completely mind fucked me. Well, today,
3: uh, today was an annoying day in Michigan here. Oh, why? Uh, It It was was, beautiful. It was beautiful, but absolutely gorgeous. It was one of those. It was one of those Michigan days where after you take your shower in the morning and then you towel off, you're never completely dry.
0: We, yeah, you're just was, oh, you're, you're start, just, just sort of
3: <laughs> damp all day long. It was, it was like we're at like we're at like ninety percent humidity all day today. So it was uh, yeah. I think
0: it got to like eighty one, which is I think is the hottest it's been so far this year. <clears throat>
3: yeah, we did have a really awesome storm
0: this morning though, we at did. about five we a.m. Did. That was
3: cool. Oh, it was I so good. That.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was outside today. I actually broke a sweat working. It was really nice. Mm, you must look so good. I doubt right. Your jeans and your white t-shirt. Yeah. They were ripped jeans, too, so it was even better.
3: And by white t-shirt, I mean cut-off Iron Maiden (laughs) t-shirt.
0: That's black.
2: (laughs) You know it. You need to throw that shirt out, by the way. No
0: (laughs) way. That is my...
2: Wait, is this an actual shirt? Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: So I've worn this shirt. We have an annual champ out that we do, the the Campion champ out that Mm. we do every year. Actually, except for last year, which would have been our 10 years (laughs) of of all the years to miss. Yeah, we kind of dropped the ball. But uh, So this year will be the uh, technically 10th trip. Yet 11th year, if we go. If
3: we actually do. Um,
0: but I've been wearing this shirt to every single champ out that we have gone on since the very first one. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like a staple at this point. Um, I'm pretty sure, I don't think there's any seams left in it. it <laughs> it's all just like ratty, torn, disgusting It's just
3: a piece of fabric that he drapes over his body.
0: Which, it's kind of in vogue right now, in all fairness. <laughs> I mean, grunge is coming back. Did so. you just say
3: in vogue? In vogue. Yeah. That's yeah, what he I said. Did. Yeah, he used that term.
0: I have a good vocabulary. If you've <laughs> no. ever listened to the show, you know how good my vocabulary is.
2: It's a very Pacific kind of vocabulary, <laughs> yeah. but uh... your vocabulary is very prolific. <laughs> oh my god! Especially, especially the big words.
0: Expecially. Especially, especially. Oh, god,
3: that's a whole nother kind of. You're yeah. one of those people or too. people right? that
0: pluralize things like, like like I'm going to Myers. Oh, that drives me fucking that's crazy. A,
3: that's a Michigan thing, is it? For sure. Well, we're
0: well, fucking stupid. I'm going. Can't...
3: I'm going to Myers, I'm going to Ugh. Kroger's. I'm going to Walmart. No, there's no S's on them. No. No. Well, whatever, dude. <laughs> Walgreens. Wait, is there? Is it Walgreens well, like, or Walgreens? It's Walgreens. It's Walgreens. Walgreens. There's yeah. an S. Well, I don't say.
0: I don't say like, hey man. <laughs> that's,
3: that's the one that the people take the S off of. I don't I'm going to Walgreens. I don't
0: say. I'm going over to Brian <laughs> to my your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going over to Brian tonight to do the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe you, you should have to that. I mean, you it. could. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we're proving ourselves wrong here a little bit. I don't know. Nah. Um, anyway, though, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully this weather continues because we have a nice three-day weekend coming up. Oh, yeah. Which my uh, Memorial Day, I go back to, this year I can go back to my, um, my standard Memorial Day practices. Last year I did not. Which is? Going to your house, drinking way too many beer garitas and getting drunk in a kiddie pool. Oh. It's yeah, pretty no. much what we've done. Is that Memorial
3: Day? Yeah.
2: Oh Fourth gosh.
0: Of, no, it's four, or, or Fourth no, of it's July. No, it's Fourth of
2: July. Well, we can do like Memorial it. Day too. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds, sounds yeah. like a good blend. As long as it's <laughs> nice. If you do it late enough, I could join you. Well, who oh, said you oh, were invited? Oh, oh well. Oh. Jeez. Yeah. L- look at me inviting myself places. <laughs> Getting turned down. <laughs> <laughs> <L-u-z-a-har>. <laughs> anyway, Zahar.
0: Um, anyway, yeah, I haven't had much going on this week. It's been a pretty, uh, pretty boring week.
3: Yeah, me neither. I'm, yeah. I'm just a boring person. It's not a boring week. I'm a boring person. Let's a, face it, right? This
0: is uh, another, another, another week in the boring life of boring James. Mm. It's
3: pretty. <laughs> we could somehow spin <laughs> that into your, a.
0: You let your perverted butterflies go.
3: My problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, here's a fun fact. Uh, if you grow caterpillars into butterflies, uh, once they emerge from their their chrysalis, it only takes them about two days before they start banging each other, which is really weird. <laughs> You're only two days old. Knock it off. It they
0: was, move quick. It
3: was very weird.
0: They got places to go, people to fucking shit to do. We uh
3: we waited just sounds like the life. Uh, we, we we let them go today and we lay we waited maybe just a, like an hour too long because one of them didn't make
1: it. Oh jeez. Oh no.
3: <laughs> we we started with six, one of them didn't make it out of its chrysalis, and then so we had we had five like healthy butterflies for the past few days. My my daughter got a, a butterfly kit from Uh, from my brother and sister-in-law for her birthday
0: i suppose that makes this story make a lot more sense
3: (laughs) and uh (laughs) and and so we had five healthy butterflies and i kept telling aaron i was like we gotta let these damn things go it's like we're going on over a week with them and like we go to let them go today and she goes i think we waited too long (laughs) i was like shit i looked down next to the slice of watermelon there's one laying on its back
0: it had a good life, though.
3: I thought maybe it was just waiting for another bang, but <laughs> <laughs> it's or maybe it was just too tired.
0: <laughs> I'm here, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> but
3: no, dead. Unfortunately, uh, uh, that's too bad. Yeah. So, anyway, that's uh, that's as exciting as my life gets is wow. uh, is letting go, butterfly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: killing them is kind of fun. You guys got anything <laughs> cool other than that? Uh, no, we need to. Uh, or, or do
2: you? Well, I would. I don't didn't have anything cool happening this week, but Ali and I are going hiking for our first anniversary this weekend.
0: Tell these, tell these nice people where you're going.
2: <coughs> We're going to Ohio. Mm. My and, and my first <laughs> and my first reaction when he told me that I go there's trees in Ohio.
0: <laughs> I, th- I thought it was just all just. Shitty people and pavement. (laughs) My first reaction
3: was, you're taking your wife to Ohio for your anniversary? You must really hate her. Actually, the funny thing is... They have very
0: high standards.
2: (laughs) The funny thing is, uh, Allie has this great story that she likes to tell where uh, her senior year spring break of high school, her and her family decided that to spend their spring break, a great place to go would be Cleveland. And Allie was... Pissed. She del- she went to the Rock and Roll ha- Hall of Fame and did not enjoy herself. And so I'm taking her back for our anniversary. It's going to be great.
0: Are you, t- are you taking to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No. Uh, you guys are going to Cuyahoga, right?
2: Yeah, we're going to uh, Cuyahoga National Park. That'll be pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be sweet. There's a lot of waterfalls. and For
3: as, for as much as I Ohio can- sucks, uh, <laughs> that might
2: be there's, pretty good There's
3: right. a lot of
0: waterfall, as in one. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> it's, it's just the sewage system where it, where it flows in, into the sewer. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Speaking of uh, Ohio, let's get to some corrections. <laughs> okay.
2: Stop it! You're so stupid!
0: Okay, a couple corrections from last week. Uh, we were talking about Ghostbusters 3, and I said that it was called Ghostbusters Go to Hell, when it was actually called Ghostbusters Hellbent ah. was the actual name of it.
3: Well, speaking of Ghostbusters, we've got one from Carney. Oh, we do. Uh, he said that you—I I actually didn't get this far into the episode. I did listen to part of the episode, but I didn't get this far. <laughs> uh, you said that Ghostbusters came out 40 years ago. I did? Yeah, apparently you did. That's what he said. Oh, was it
0: 35?
3: Uh, 35,
0: because uh, it came out in 1984. Good call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> silly fool. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm living in the future, man. That's what... <laughs> uh, I also said that the end of Evil Dead 2 was claymation. It's not claymation, it's stop motion. Stop motion. So, Duh. I know, it was just a stupid mistake. It was uh, made with clay. I mean, <laughs> it was just stop motion.
3: <laughs> um, I said I said something about James McAvoy in uh, It Chapter 2. hmm and it sounded like his main accent sounding like his English accent. Sure. James McAvoy is from Scotland. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that. Not in England. Scotland,
0: eh? Scotland.
3: Scotland. <laughs> no, no, none of us are good at those accents. Can, we should just can stop. You
0: ima- can you imagine if James McAvoy, like, you've never actually heard his real voice, and just super gritty, like, like the, the Scott that you have pictured like, super fat with, like, a 10-foot beard. Hey, That's Scotland. what he actually talks like? <laughs> <laughs> it would be great. Uh, also, I said at the end of it uh, that um, the way that Al Simmons reacts when his wife died and his wife did not die in Spawn. Just saying. Oh, yeah. I did say, though, that uh, uh-huh. I was comparing the two movies and I said that, uh, that I felt like Al Simmons reacted better to his wife dying than... Randall character did. Well, she, character died,
3: she died in a way. She married D.B. Sweeney, so. Did she die or did she
0: ascend? Uh, oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, that's all I got.
3: That's all I've got as well.
0: All right, so, uh, James, what are we talking about this week?
3: Well, since our buddy J. Raj is still out in the middle of the Pacific on his honeymoon, mm-hmm. we decided, uh, we, we thought, how could, uh, because we're morbid like this, how could J. Raj possibly die? While he is out well he is out on his honeymoon
0: <laughs> these are the things to quote George Carlin that kept us out of the good schools these are the thoughts that we have at like two in the morning <laughs> It's
3: like our best friend just enjoyed uh, just enjoyed uh, love's most uh, beautiful event and and uh, well how could he die after that
0: <laughs> so you're right he probably did get laid. Uh, oh yeah., yeah.
3: <laughs> It's love's
0: most beautiful event big time.
3: <laughs> so uh, <laughs> um, but but also because we don't think like normal people, we thought uh, you know it's it's not gonna be a, a boating accident or a, a, a snorkeling mishap. No. Uh, we thought, well, he's either he's either gonna die deep down at the bottom of the ocean, mm-hmm. probably eaten by sharks,
1: mm-hmm.
3: or um, probably in a more likely scenario. Uh burned alive by lava spitting tarantulas. Yep, that's it. Tarantula, tarantulas. So um,
2: Lavalantulas.
3: So this week we are talking about the movies uh 47 meters down mm-hmm. and La Oh yeah. Which doesn't it doesn't take place out on the islands. Neither of them do. But uh, they're both
0: things though that happen on the Islands. Yeah, I guess Hawaiian 47 islands.
3: meters down was what? Mexico?
0: Well, yeah, it was, that was in Mexico and La was LA.
3: But one has to do with volcanoes, which mm-hmm. uh, um, Hawaii is volcanoes. As of, <laughs> as of
0: like a year ago today, the entire Hawaiian Islands were pretty much completely ablaze. Yes, and burning, and dying, and right. We actually weren't sure if he was going to get be able to get married because there might not have been a Hawaii left to get married. On.
3: Well, that seems like a bit much, but yeah, sure. Listen, I've and, seen uh, movies, James, <laughs> and and and, uh, and and going cage diving. Which is seeing, something
0: that we were going to do. Great
3: Whites is something that we actually planned on doing if we went on this trip, which mm-hmm. unfortunately we weren't able to. I would to. have
0: forced you to watch all of these Shark Attack movies right before we went.
3: Uh, I would have. I would have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would have been good time. Uh, so to go <laughs> along with that, Michael here went out and got from uh, Kona Brewing Company.
0: Since none of our movies took place in Hawaii, I figured that our beer had to.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um Kona Brewing Company is one
2: yeah, of my... Let me put my spectacles on <laughs> to
3: inspect <laughs> this beer. I took them off because I was sweating. It was hot in here. Here, take your beers, Thanks. boys. Um, so... Oh, need a bow opener. You got them? Yeah, I got a couple... Uh, yeah, just, just give me this. Two of them right here. Oh, you do? Just, okay. Yeah, Okay, right there. I'll use the okay. Jason one. Um, so this is from Kona Brewing Company. It's brewing since 1994. This is Hanalei Island IPA uh ale brewed with passion fruit orange and guava <laughs> with natural flavor added how do you
0: say the word what how do you say the name of the beer hanalei Hanale. <laughs> it's a good thing it wasn't me saying it when i picked up the beer i go oh hanali <laughs> that looks good hanali i mean i
3: could see that that's not terribly oh, far I thought, off i
0: thought you actually knew how is it do you actually know how it's pronounced
3: because uh, I was just assuming that I was an idiot. Well, there's a road to Hana in, in uh, I think, on Maui. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. And, and, and that's how L-E- that. L E I, L-E-I is, I lei. is Lei. Hanale. So Hana Lei. Yeah. yeah, that
0: makes more sense. Um, Hanale. Lawrence <laughs> <it's
3: Hanale. laughs> Uh Kayak the stunning Hana Lei Bay and ease your way through the tropical paradise of northern Kauai. Refresh your senses with this crisp Island IPA. The subtle bitterness of hops is balanced by passion fruit, orange, and guava. Easy does it.
0: Jay knows a little something about passion fruit. Hell yeah, he does. Let me tell you.
3: Um, Kona Brewing Company is one of my favorite
0: beers. I know it is. Uh, we've, had, a, we've had a Kona on the show before. I've we never did, had
3: this one before. We did Big Wave on the uh, show. Big Wave is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: There's what? Longboard is another one.
3: Longboard. There's the... Pipe, fi- uh, what's the Pipeline. One? Pipeline,
0: yeah. Yeah, there's fire something. Yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, my, my dad distributes this, so I've drank uh, probably, I don't know, 5,000 of these in my lifetime. That sounds like an alcohol problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, boys. All right. Cheers. 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 Mmm.
0: Hmm, that's good. That's a little bit more... Uh, it's a little bit more s- skunky and tart than I thought it was going to be.
2: This tastes like a good summer IPA.
3: Yeah. I kind of like that skunkiness about it, you know? Is it bad, though? I no. Don't,
0: you don't think so? I don't
3: think so. I think... Because uh, the Born on Date on this is February. <clears throat> February 21st. So it should be fine. Yeah, it's fine. I think it's the... Uh, I think it's the citrus in it that's kind of giving it that sort of... it's Because it, it, it's very... It is kind <clears> of <throat> tart. Yeah, it is. Mm. It's good, though. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm. Oh, yeah. Hey, Drinking it. You <clears throat> will get you drunk. I actually taste, it's. you know how like when we have beers on this show and they talk about all the different flavor profiles and stuff, mm-hmm. you don't often taste every single thing that they tell you that you'll pick up on no, in the beer? No, not at all. I actually do taste the passion fruit, orange, and guava in this. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I, I
0: can pick them out. I'm not sure that my tongue works that well. Well, have you ever had, also have you We've ever heard. had, have you ever had, <laughs> <laughs> you've heard, you've heard wrong, my friend.
3: <laughs> I don't know about that um have you ever had passion fruit or guava just in their their natural no james
0: i haven't had passion in a long time okay (laughs) you fucking asshole (laughs) i have
3: nothing (laughs) i can't go anywhere like if if i if i I say what i want to say it'll probably be too mean and uh i'm just not in that mood i'm not in the mood to bring you down anymore. yeah yeah fuck you (laughs) all right so anyway that's what we're drinking that's what we're talking about let's get into the
2: bleed feed
0: All right, um, we're, we have a little bit of a continuation from last week's news, and uh, I was very pissed off about a certain certain guy that rhymes with Anne Backroyd. Oh no, no, you
3: weren't. You were pissed you were at at Bill pissed Murray. off. You were pissed off at a guy named Shmuel Murray. Oh, you're <laughs> right. You're right. Well, they're they're like you. Totally just fucked <laughs> that up. <laughs>
0: Oh, boy. I love it for next week. Point is, point is I have more pissy Ghostbusters news that I want to, that I need to touch on. Uh, and this time is Dan Aykroyd that I'm pissed at. Oh. Now I love Ghostbusters. I love the series. I love the fact that they're making a third movie. I have always wanted a third movie. You know, I wanted that passing of the torch so that we can finally get some new stories, maybe with some new characters, whatever. Right. I love ghosts. Ghost hunting is just a natural progression, right? Mm-hmm. Fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Danny Aykroyd needs to stop fucking making Ghostbusters plans before any single one of them gets off the ground. Uh, This week, Dan Aykroyd uh, announced that he was pushing for another Ghostbusters project. This one, called Ghostbusters High. Oh, no. Mm, Yeah. So, Ghostbusters Ghostbusters High will be the story about how the original three met in high school uh, in 1969. It's (laughs) likely to lead to a TV series, or maybe a movie, but maybe a TV series. Um, and it's just annoying because they can't get one fucking movie off the ground why is he writing scripts and planning for all these different projects like at this point dan Aykroyd is just he's beating a horse that is not necessarily dead but it's like trying to gasp for for breath and he's just beating it so it can't get breath like
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, you can't really fault the guy for just working like he's just doing what he just doing what he wants to do
0: there's a, there's a raccoon in here. Oh know. no. It's a very cute raccoon. <laughs> that's a weird insight to your to your love life. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently you like raccoons. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know how to go further with this one. Yeah, that kind of lost too. <laughs>
0: uh, no, he said it could like I said a TV series, maybe a movie or whatever, but it's like and he says that's not gonna be for another five years if they even do it, but like just stop announcing things because it gets people excited. And you constantly let people down when you announce stuff and then it doesn't happen. That, Kevin Smith I, does I, the exact same thing. Well, yeah. Like in, in that industry, there are so many projects that gets that get started and stopped. You're lucky if 1% of the projects you you're, work on actually go to fruition. Yeah,
3: you're describing all of Hollywood all the time. Though. Yeah, I know, but like I, that's everybody does this. It's not like, just Dan Aykroyd and know, it's but not I feel just like Kevin Ghost, Smith.
0: Ghostbusters more of a Ghostbusters more of a a sore topic though only because they've said so many times that a third movie was was on its way and then it stops every single time you think that he would learn his lesson by now Mm -hmm. to just shut up until something actually happens yeah that's all
3: well get over it Mike Um, (laughs) yeah
2: hey this is a price you pay for coming to my home for this my wife is hungry so she's gonna have a little bit of a snack yeah I don't
3: is that all right with you
2: Paul Frank? How could you you say no? It's
3: broccoli
0: and quiche. (laughs) I'm sorry, it's broccoli and quiche. You win. (laughs) You you win.
2: (laughs) It's a very healthy (laughs) snack, I'm not going (laughs) to lie.
0: Let's see here. Moving on. uh, August 2nd marks the release of uh, The Madness in the Method. Speaking of Kevin Smith, I got just brought up, Madness in the Method uh, is the directorial debut of Jason Mewes. Now, I talked about this on the show a little while back, and... um, it's an interesting concept because Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith play themselves in the movie. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea of the movie is that Jason Mewes wants to reinvent his character because he's just all he's known as is this stoner character. And no one takes him seriously. So well, Kevin Smith.
3: I well, mean, he's known as his real life self. Yes,
0: <laughs> and uh, Kevin Smith recommends him this weird self-help book mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, a guide to like method acting. Yeah. And he takes it way too seriously and becomes a serial killer. <laughs> oh yeah, they've been talking about this for a well, long time. Well, yeah. finally though, August second is when this movie is coming out. Oh, cool. it's finished. Uh, so that's really cool. I'm very much looking forward to it. I love horror comedies and serial killers and all that stuff. So this, and I love Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. So you know, if you're into the same things I am, that's why I'm talking about this. This is
3: but. his, this is his, uh, his directorial debut. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yep. Jason Mewes has always pretty much played second fiddle to Kevin Smith his entire career. Oh. He's done other movies, but like, I mean, thought, I thought nothing that he big. Di- who
3: directed the one about? Um, I can't even remember what it was called. The the
0: uh, uh, the one about um the clown. Uh Vulgar? Vulgar. Uh Vulgar. That was um uh, the guy from comic book men with the huge beard. Why can't I think of his name? Um I don't watch God, it, sorry. God. That doesn't I know. No, you. Brian Johnson. Bri- okay, Brian Brian yeah. Johnson. All right. Wait,
3: Wait, yeah, yep. for some reason I thought Jason Mews directed that one. Nope. Okay. No, he was in it. Yeah. I think.
2: It's funny that you looked <laughs> at me for help when you could have just thought of my name and you would have been close. <laughs> Brian Jansen. Yep. Brian Johnson.
0: <laughs> I mean, when I think of Brian Jansen, I do think of his Johnson. So that actually makes that actually makes quite a bit of sense.
2: That, that's fair. That's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: such a hard life you live.
2: <laughs> uh, it's never gonna live up to those expectations. So this
0: is exciting. Um the, one of the one of the, the best new shows out this past uh, I, I say new, but past new shows shows out of the last year was Joe Bob Briggs and The Last Drive'. Love the, I watch the series every single Friday when I can. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've missed a couple, but I always watch it like the day after. I absolutely love it. And if you don't know what it is, he's like a horror host, basically only he's Texan and makes fun of movies and rips them apart. (laughs) It's fantastic. Um, uh, he's been on Shutter for the last year. They're finishing up their season. Uh, actually, this coming Friday. So by the time this gets released, the season finale will be over with. But they just announced a couple days ago that they are renewing it for a second season mm. because Shutter is giving him the extra 400 bucks that he asked for. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so
3: he upped his feet. He upped his feet. Wow.
0: <laughs> um, so very, very exciting though, because like I said, a lot of people love it. People. He's shut down the Shutter servers. multiple multiple times yeah
3: this uh like getting getting involved with joe bob was easily shutter's best move so far oh yeah
0: and it people are coming to them i mean it's for Shudder for only 4.99 a month (laughs) (laughs) Uh
3: we're not sponsored but maybe someday (laughs) Uh, pipe dreams um
0: (laughs) yeah no like people are signing up though jake just for him so to have him not come back would be stupid yeah um as long as 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 he's willing to do
3: it as long as you can handle that $400 I mean, fee, Jeez. Where
0: else are you, <laughs> you going to be able to sh- see movies like Street Trash, which they, they did last week? Did they? Yes. Amazing, <laughs> I right? i got to get caught up on uh, a couple episodes They did episodes Contamination there. one week. They did uh, Henry Portrait of the yeah. Giller. They, they done fucking great movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so that's exciting. Um Something else that we're looking forward to is the new Dark Crystal show on Netflix. Oh man, Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance, uh, being done by the Henson Company again, mm-hmm. all puppets, all you know, no CG shit, whatever. Um, that has a release date finally of August 30th. Did a you lot... see the
3: pictures that they oh, released? Oh, fuck yeah, I did. Oh, they look so, so good, good
0: so man. good. Um, so yeah, Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance uh, premiering on Netflix August 30th. Uh, it'll feature voices from. <clears throat> And this is just to name a few: Mark Hamill, Keegan Michael Key, Simon Pegg, Andy Sandberg, Natalie Dormer, <laughs> <laughs> Anna Taylor Joy, and Helena Bonham Carter. Like plus tons more. The stacked cast for the show. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, good deal. Speaking of creatures, I got so many good segues in this. Hey, sure, I did it on purpose. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't you look at me like that. <laughs> when, you, when you
3: bring attention to the fact that you have good segues, it makes your segues no longer good. Segway.
0: <laughs> Speaking of things that aren't good, uh, Creature Features are back in a big, bad way. Um, one of my favorites, uh, a, a, a movie we've talked about on the show, a movie called Anaconda. Anaconda. Uh, is getting a cousin film. Oh. Not in the same family or anything, but sort of. Because it was announced today they're making a. This is a Hollywood movie, not a sci fi movie, but they are making. A Titanoboa, Titanoboa movie. Titanoboa, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which even, I'm very excited about. bigger. Oh I hope they hire What's-His-Name from Anaconda to do the voices again and yell when they kill the Titanoboa.
3: Oh, That's was that I
0: Frank think. Welker? Yes. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about that last week, didn't yep. we?
0: If you don't know what a Titanoboa is, uh, the fossils for them date around 58 to 60 million years ago. I believe it was during the Cretaceous period, if I'm not mistaken. Sure. That's, I'm going off memory, but I think I'm right on that. Um, and they were a snake that grew up to 40, Two feet long and weighed twenty five hundred pounds. I oh mean, it's pretty big, I guess. That's a big snake. That's a big snake. <laughs> <laughs> we need Jay here for that. <laughs> we really do. Oh, miss you Jay. We miss you. I hope you're not dying. Um, <laughs> stay out of the water. <laughs> okay, I, uh, I asked you a question, guys. Before we started, and we are, we are about this time now. Oh,
3: crap. I didn't think of the answer.
0: It turns out we are getting, and I think I mentioned in the past, they were trying to make a film out of it. It seems like now it has changed over to a television, television series. Television. Television series <laughs> uh, for the game Twisted Metal. Oh, man. They are, they are actively making a TV series. And I'm wondering, how would you go about adapting that kind of game for the small screen?
3: I don't even know. The uh, the games, first off, the games were such a huge part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Man, I love those games so much. Well, um, I don't know. Like I, I they've already, you know, they've done like Death Race and stuff like that. I was just like about that. to say
0: Death Race and like Death Race mm-hmm. two thousand and all those, yeah. those are practically twisted metal movies. For sure. Yeah. In and of themselves.
3: So just basically that with like m- like much more overblown characters.
0: So here's here's what I was thinking. There was a show on, I want to say it was Fox years ago. It was right after, um, what was the the show that Nathan Fillion was in? Firefly. It was right after Firefly went off the air, right? Uh, Firefly, Serenity was the film they made out of it, that Joss Whedon show. Uh, And Nathan Fillion was the star. He was also in Castle, and uh, he was in The Rookie, which I think got canceled. But um, he was in the show called Drive. They canceled it after eight episodes. Mm-hmm. It never even went f- a full season. They took it off the air. No one's ever heard of the show. Yeah. And it was basically about this guy and his daughter. Um, their, his wife gets kidnapped. And they, this group of people kidnapped a whole bunch of people. And the only way to get your significant other back is to win this race. And so everyone is competing to get to the end first by any means necessary to get their significant other Wait, back. So only, only one person's going to get their, their person back. Oh,
3: that's a bummer.
0: That's um, <laughs> right? Depressing. And so basically <laughs> it's by any means necessary to get it. Set this in like, not even the future, but just get like really interesting characters mm-hmm. with really interesting backstories. You could turn that into like a twisted metal game.
3: Yeah, for it's sure.
0: Because it's a road trip show. They're on the road constantly because it's like a cross country <clears throat> race. So I Twi- think that could actually work really well.
3: Yeah, I, like the idea of turning it into a rally type thing mm-hmm. is is pretty cool because twist, twisted metal was always uh, well, I guess when I say rally, I mean more like a uh, like a gumball rally kind of thing like cross country because twisted metal was always more of a demolition derby, yes, sort of thing.
0: Which I don't think you can really do demolition derby unless you have like one character and it's like his life of a demolition driver. And that yeah, that would just that would, just but that be would get old really yeah. fast.
3: So I think the idea of turning it, turning it into a rally type mm-hmm. situation would be pretty cool.
0: I, I think I, I said that. That's my idea. I think they could actually do something kind of cool with that.
3: Yeah, I yeah, don't for know sure. though
0: if that would work for network TV though. Yeah. Like maybe sci-fi or something like that. Yeah, maybe AMC or something it has kind of quirky shows, but I don't know. I, I guess
3: I guess if you if you really it would have to—I I feel like it would have to be, like, sort of a post-apocalyptic, like, Mad Max sort of thing. You know what that I mean? That would be yeah.
0: cool. If they were going to do a, t- a film out of it, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know how you—I feel like the cost of that would be ridiculous, though, for a, a weekly episodic TV show.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, TV shows are getting increasingly bigger budgets, though. I, like— I'm more excited when I hear something's being made into a TV show than I am into a movie just because of how ridiculous TV shows are getting. Well, the
0: small screen is the new big screen, in all fairness. <clears throat> you know, it, it really is.
3: But it also it also makes you worried because when you hear about uh, some property that you really love being turned into something for the small screen, you know, like the odds of it taking off are, I, I, don't, I don't know what the actual odds are, but it seems like one in 10 shows actually makes it, you know?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I feel like too people are, are, are so quick to dismiss ideas, especially within the horror community. It's like, as soon as somebody has a new idea, you know, um, people just shit all over it. Mm -hmm. They don't give it a chance Mm -hmm. and good ideas end up dying simply because people have almost like this weird prejudice against new horror and new Mm -hmm. ideas to do things and new, you know, if you have an existing franchise, like we're going to make it into a TV show. Fuck you. It's
2: going to be terrible.
0: You know, like, I, th- it's I like think part of it, up, part of it
3: might yeah. might be the uh, sort of like people are kind of jaded too. Yeah. Because once studios get a hold of things and you start having studio execs making notes on stuff that you love and turning it into something that is completely different from the thing that you originally loved, then people are then like, "Then don't well, watch fuck it, though." Stuff.
0: Then don't watch it. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, as yeah. simple as that. It doesn't diminish the original things. We're getting way off topic here, but
3: well, like. We we live in the age of shit talking though that's True. just how it is yep. you know.
0: Speaking of living in the age of shit talking, Robert Pattinson is going to be our new Batman. <laughs> now that was a nice segue.
3: I ruined your segue
0: by calling it out, but that was a good one. <laughs> Damn it, Jamie, ruin it. <laughs> um, we we can't not talk about mm, this. It's mm-hmm. been uh, it has been the the ire of fanboys on the internet everywhere. Um, I've gotten into a few fights already over it, sticking up for it. Actually, I was just going to
3: say, I feel like it's been 50-50, but honestly, I think I've, I think I've seen more in, uh, like... I think I've seen more support for the idea than I've than I have uh, people n- not really liking it. I think
0: that especially for that role too, because that role has been played by so many different people at this yeah. point. It's not like it's been one person the entire time and they're recasting it. Uh-huh. There's been so many different faces that have played Bruce Wayne, in Batman. So many good ones, so many bad ones. People thought that Heath Ledger was going to be terrible as the Joker. Um, People thought that Michael Keaton was going to be terrible as Batman. And they always consistently seem to prove them wrong. Right. People thought that Uma Thurman was going to be a terrible Poison Ivy. And she ended up being (coughs) the grace of the screens. Uh, Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) She was
3: Poison Ivy? Maybe not. (laughs) In, In the worst Batman, but Michael's favorite, probably. Which one? Batman and Robin? Wasn't that the wasn't that your favorite?
0: I, I do love that movie. Not because it's a good movie. It's not a good movie. It's terrible. Oh, I hey, do love was. it though.
3: Alright, everyone. Chill. chill, chill. <laughs> Did you just say freeze? <laughs> how would that how would that make any sense? Alright, everyone,
0: freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um no, I, I personally though, I kind of love it. I think that it's weird casting, but I think that it kind of needs it.
3: It took me a couple days to come around, honestly. Uh because I, you know, like you hear Robert Pattinson and you automatically go to Twilight, Twilight which is, yeah. you know, that's what everybody does. Uh the Twilight movies, they did not they weren't good, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they were they they were bad. Like I I it's that's not me just being a a dick like and hating on some teeny bopper shit. They were just to, it, it, in my opinion, just bad movies. Even
0: a glittery turd is still a turd. Sure. Mm-hmm.
3: But Robert Pattinson, like many people have pointed out, went on to do a lot of like really amazing indie roles and stuff like that. And he has some acting chops. He's got chops, man. And I think that uh, I think he's gonna be good. He's
0: actually in a new movie coming out. He's gonna have to bulk up. He seems he's kind of little. Well, the suit will do that. Most of the guys that played Batman weren't huge. That's true. He might have to bulk up a little bit, but I don't think it's gonna be that much. Um, he's got that rugged uh, chin line or jaw line to to pull off the mask look.
3: Yeah, that's I I feel like. I've, like you and I were talking about this, and I, I do feel like that's important to have like a, the good chin, because yeah. you kind of have to. You kind of have to have that thing that, even with the mask on, you can kind of tell who it is. Like uh, Christian Bale, for as much as I liked him as Batman, doesn't have a good. Where is she?
1: Where is she? <laughs>
2: Harvey Dent, oh. <laughs> can he be trusted? You woke up uh, the studio. Did you Kat?
0: Notice, Did you ever notice uh, that he, but he talks Chris, like that even when no one's around? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs>
3: Christian Bale doesn't. He doesn't have a good chin, though.
0: No, he really you doesn't. Know? I still liked him as Batman. Oh yeah, though.
3: I loved him as Batman. But he doesn't have a. He, he doesn't did. have that good chin. But Robert Pattinson actually does. He's, He's does. got a big square jawline.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I,
3: not it's not big. He's in um the it's witch, not like Patrick Warburton kind of no, jawline, no, but Patrick
0: Warburton would be a great <laughs> Batman.
3: Her, her, her uh,
0: <laughs> I really want to see that. Now. I really want to see that. Now.
3: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> can, uh, can he be trusted? <laughs> that's not a good Patrick Warburton. It's good, but, it's, it's good enough. You get what I'm going for. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Because gosh. because think of him as uh, the tick.
0: Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's fucking. Great he
3: looked awesome in the suit. He had the big old jawline. He looked he looked awesome. He what he <laughs> looked. It's
0: that Seagram's baby. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't. Know. I think I think he's gonna be great. The only thing that I'm worried about is his voice because he does have a little bit more of a high pitched voice. Um, but they can that's they, they can work on that though. He can develop a little bit lower thing. He's in. I was gonna say he's in the witch director. I, I forget the guy's name. The guy that directed the the uh, Yeah. He's in. Robert Pattinson is in his new movie. Is it? Eggers, Robert Eggers. Robert Eggers. Yeah. So he's in his new movie mm-hmm. and it looks fucking awesome. What and is it? I forget what it's called. Um I've the seen The Lighthouse. Some... Yes, The Lighthouse. Oh, was, oh that's believe... what you were talking about yeah. earlier. Okay. Yeah,
2: I kept trying to start this conversation. <laughs> so when you start talking about it, it's like, "Hey, this is my thing." <laughs> Cuz I'm so excited for this movie and everyone who's seen it at the Cannes Festival has loved it. It has a uh, 100% on it. I I wish we had a camera set up for that. Um yeah, everyone who has reviewed it has given it a positive review. So right now it's sitting at a uh, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, dude. And
0: if if Robert Pattinson was stupid and sparkly in that movie, they would not be giving it 100%. Mm-hmm. The guy has acting chops. He's really good. i mm-hmm. I've heard yeah. he smells that's completely besides the point. Hey, man. I'm sure Batman stinks in that rubber suit, too. So that's that's just the uh, (laughs) that's
3: that's one of the eccentricities of him as a thespian. He's just Mm. a smelly dude. Mm. What? Nothing.
0: (laughs) Nothing. Um, Okay, so uh, let's get to some blues. All
3: right. Well, first off, if you love post apocalyptic. Post. (laughs) One more time. (laughs) If you love post apocalyptic films and bad acting. And you also hate good movies, you're going to want to pick up 1995's Waterworld on 4K Ultra HD oh, fuck from you. Universal Pictures. <laughs> fuck you. I had to word it exactly that way. I own. Just for you.
0: I own Waterworld three times over, oh, I think. Yeah.
3: is Waterworld? Do you have it on
0: Laserdisc? I do. Yeah, fuck you.
2: I it. do. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, Waterworld another. Mike Heckman, Master well, no, Water,
0: uh, <laughs> Water World is a legit good movie that gets a bad rap for God knows why. Here's the here's the
3: lowdown. Uh, it, it was it did terribly in theaters and it kind of gained, uh, you know, like a cult cult status after the fact. Like once it came it was, out on video
0: at the time that it was made, <clears throat> it was the single most expensive movie ever made.
3: Um, oh, is that right? Yeah,
0: mostly due because Four, hundred million dollars, right? Mostly because they had to rebuild almost all the sets after the original ones got destroyed in a hurricane oh, or typhoon or something like that. Hmm. Um, so they had to rebuild almost everything. So that's one of the reasons why it was so expensive, and because it was such a massive flop, most a lot a lot to do with that. It just it did terrible and it has this horrible reputation. I don't get it. It's Mad Max on water. It's um, and, and I love Kevin Costner. I'm 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 not even to say that I'm an apologist. Cause I think Kevin Costner is a fucking fantastic I like Kevin actor. Costner, yeah. He can do quirky stuff. This is definitely quirky. This is quirky. Yeah. Dude's got gills. I mean, come on, it's pretty <laughs> awesome. But um, listen, there's, there there are quirky elements to it for sure. But it is not a bad movie. I don't understand the hate that this movie gets, and I I will forever be an apologist for this movie. I, I love it.
3: I uh, I I enjoy it. It, I don't necessarily think it's a, a good movie, <laughs> but I, but I do enjoy crazy. it. It's like any other thing. Like I, I'm very entertained when I watch it, but I don't think that it's like a, a, an amazing movie. Anyway, this Kevin Costner Thirst Fest hits shelves on July 9th. Uh, next up, heading to digital on July 9th in 4K Ultra HD plus Blu-ray 3D, Blu-ray and DVD on July 23rd is Robert Rodriguez's blockbuster Alita Battle Angel. This release comes loaded with two hours of special features, uh, uh <laughs> excuse me, a, a two hour special feature package that includes three featurettes, a Q and a, and more.
0: I have not seen this, but I wanted to really <clears> badly <throat> cause it looked fucking. Yeah. Great. It
3: looked really cool. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> um, next up is Christoph Walt, Christoph Waltz in that movie too. I don't know. I think he is. If and he, he is awesome. Just makes it better. Yeah. He's incredible. Um, Pet Cemetery 2019, the new uh, Pet Cemetery, mm. is heading home on 4K, Ultra HD, Blu ray, DVD, and VOD from Paramount Home Entertainment. Did I just say Paramount? Param- Paramount. Paramount. Paramount Home Entertainment. Packed with 90 minutes of special features, including deleted and extended scenes, an alternate ending, a look at the main characters, behind the scenes footage, cast interviews, and more. This release hits shelves on July 9th. Uh, speaking of Stephen King, because. Pet Sematary is a Stephen King adaptation. It is? The classic adaptation of uh, Stephen King's novella, The Body, Rob Reiner's Stand By Me, is getting a 4K restoration and will be heading home on August 27th from Sony Pictures Home Entertainment and will include never-before-seen deleted and alternate scenes.
0: Stand By Me wasn't the name of the novella?
3: No, it was called the body. Oh, I didn't know that. Because it's about a it's about a group of. Have you ever seen Stand by Me? The body, the body, the body. <laughs> Your body is a. Uh, uh, <laughs> you've, never, you've never seen Stand by Me, have you? I've not. No, I need it's to. It's so good. That's one of the movie. Like, I. That's one of the movies that was like on constant rotation for me when I was younger. It's so good. It's got a great cast. Um, it's just a damn good uh-huh. like coming of two age Corey's kind of, of movie. Running, weren't they? Corey, Corey
0: uh, Heyman, Corey uh, Feldman? Was Corey Heyman? No, just, just, Corey, was just Corey, Corey Feldman.
3: F- Corey Feldman, uh, River Phoenix. Oh, that's who it was. Okay, uh, okay. Why can't I think of, uh, shit, what the hell is his name? Joe's Apartment. Studley. Oh. Like um, he's he's super um, handsome yeah. now, but he was a little chubby he kid in, when he was, he was in, younger. He was
0: in um, uh, that Tom Fuck Cruise was movie, name? wasn't he? Uh, what Tom <laughs> Cruise movie? There's like
3: hundreds of them.
0: The Show Me the Money movie. Uh, oh yeah, he was. Uh, why can't why can we think of his name? Branch, look it up. He
2: was Kush. What, what's Cush. his character's name? Kush Lash, Lash.
3: Just tell me the characters.
2: Uh, River Phoenix, Will Wheaton, Jerry O'Connell. Oh, That's we, No, not Will.
3: Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. I
2: forgot Will Wheaton was in it as oh, well. He, is though.
3: he right? Really? Will Wheaton. Will
0: Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton.
2: <laughs> Speaking of Jaws, look at this dude. He's got a jawline. Oh. Oh. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Hell yeah. Yeah. I
0: like Jerry O'Connell. He's cool. He played Robin, didn't he? No, that was Chris O'Donnell. (laughs) Hey, uh, what did the. (laughs) (laughs) What was that laugh?
3: (laughs) It's better than. You don't do your snake laugh anymore. (laughs) Mike Mike used to do this horrible. My
0: nose got (laughs) fixed.
3: He used to do this horrible, (laughs) like, fake laugh. Like. (laughs) It was like when it was like when you would tell him something that you thought was funny, but he didn't really think it was funny. He'd go.
2: <laughs> was it on purpose or was no, he trying all, to? No, they all just
3: thought like,
0: that I was a fake laugher, But
3: you've got another one too that you still do.
1: I
0: don't know. Uh, anyway, about. hey,
3: what did the farmer say? <laughs> what, did, what, did uh, the far, what did the farmer say when he saw the pig write his own name in the dirt?
0: Stop writing while we're fucking. That's
3: an awfully Cunningham. <laughs> Speaking of Sean Cunningham, <laughs> the kids starring James Spader and Lori Laughlin hit shelves on August 13th in retro VHS packaging. Ooh, nice. Now, I have to wonder if Lori Laughlin would have just waited until this came out. Maybe she could have used some of the funds to send her kid to school instead of Fraud.
0: Caught. instead of getting caught up in a horrible <laughs> fraud. Ah, come on. Uh, like, you've never cheated in school. It's just it's just an extension of that. I don't know.
3: My, I haven't heard much about what's going on with that, but are they going to prison? I don't imagine. Oh, yeah. That. I know they Are they really? On oh, yeah, for like 10 years. Has, has there been an actual trial? It's, it's probably going to come up like, oh, time served, because they're in the public eye and they've already suffered enough. And we were
0: going to send her to prison, but it turns out we got a full house. We <laughs>
1: That was good.
3: (laughs) That that was good. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Okay. All right. Last thing here. (laughs) Last thing. Exclusive to our mates across the pond is an absolutely stunning Steelbook release of 2018's Halloween featuring the art of Todd McFarlane, commissioned by Blumhouse for a uh, New York Comic-Con exclusive poster. This 4K Ultra HD release will hit shelves on August 12th and will feature extended and deleted scenes, a making of featurette, and
0: much more. Probably all the same stuff that's on the regular release, I would Pro- imagine. Yeah, yeah. probably.
3: Uh, you can currently pre-order a copy of that through the UK shop Zevi.
0: Now, this is the one steelbook that I might actually get because I love Todd McFarlane. Yeah. And I love Todd McFarlane's art. Um, it's a very cool. You've seen it, too, I have right? seen it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the original print that it's based off of, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like one steelbook that I might actually be into simply because you're not – it's, you know – You've got a it's few. You've got a
3: few in your collection. I do have a
0: couple. None of them were pur- were purposely purchased because they were Steelbook, with the exception of my Ash vs Evil Dead seasons, mm-hmm. just because they're they're cool sure. and they're way and the the regular Blu-ray versions of those that series they look like shit in my opinion. A little bit. Uh, there wasn't really much put into them. It was yeah. kind of bare bones. But um, speaking of Todd McFarlane, this wasn't actually part of my news, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. It turns out we are actually, for all the talk uh, all the talk that there's been, the casting and everything about a new Spawn movie, because we just talked about this last mm-hmm. week, we are actually not really any closer to a new Spawn movie than we were two years ago. Apparently, even though Blumhouse is a part of this and they're helping develop it and all that, mm-hmm. they have not approached a single studio about actually making it and anything else and it has mostly to do with the fact that you know Todd McFarlane is so hell-bent on doing it his way Mm -hmm. he will not make script changes and he will not let people change what he wants to do wait this and they're battling it the project
3: they've been talking about with Jamie Foxx and everything and and
0: uh and uh what's his name uh Hawkeye um, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. <coughs> Jeremy Renner. Um, <laughs> Jeremy Renner. Yeah. It's like they They, Reimer, they, I they hardly know <laughs> He's have done the casting for it. And like I said, Bloomhouse is is helping develop it, but they haven't really done shit because he the the studios uh, keeps wanting to put notes in. He doesn't want it to accept any notes and he's being very bullheaded. And he basically said if they want if they start changing too much, he goes, I'll can the entire thing is what he was quoted saying. Wow. And it's like, dude Get off your fucking pedestal. Like, <laughs> listen, you're a good artist, but you're not really known for being like a an award-winning writer by any stretch of the imagination. You Actually, know. fuck, did Spawn win for any writing? The comics, maybe? I don't know. The, uh, the actual comics? I have no idea. Point is, though, is like, dude's not a script writer. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Yeah. You know? yeah. So hopefully that gets worked out because I want to see the new Spawn movie, but,
3: you know. Yeah, you know. the concept yeah. Sound re- sounded yeah. really cool So.
0: All right. Is that all you got? Yeah. All right. So, um, last... Is that all you've got? The (laughs) (laughs) last bit of news here uh, is the biggest news of the week, in my opinion, and that is Saw. The Saw franchise Mm. is being reimagined by Chris Rock. Uh, yeah. I don't... Interesting, interesting choice. Um I'm okay with it, actually, and there's a lot of people that aren't. I think that comedy, and this has been pointed out in a lot of places, I think comedy and horror are practically Kissing Cousins because they're so similar in their timing and their delivery. Mm. And you know what makes a comedy work makes horror work. And so I think that's one of the reasons why you have a lot of uh, comedians taking on horror and they work really well. is because they have that natural way of writing and finding those beats right. that well, work really and, well.
3: Right. Take, for instance, Danny McBride, uh-huh. when he was signed on for the new Halloween movie. Sure. Everybody was like, what the hell? Fucking eastbound and down, like, Pineapple Express. What is Danny McBride doing here? And he actually, like, he put it pretty well. Him I, and I David,
0: David Gordon Green. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
3: I, <laughs> I can't remember exactly how he said it, but essentially what he said was um, comedians, just by their very nature, have a very dark mind. Yeah. Like, you kind of have to be a little bit fucked up to do comedy. And that translates well into horror.
0: Yeah. And the fact that this is being produced by, I can't think of their names off the hand, but the the same three producers that have produced every single-cell movie, uh-huh. they, they have the control of the franchise, they're still on board. You have uh, Lee Winnell and James Wan both on board as producers. And they're bringing back, and this is interesting, they're bringing back Darren Lynn Bousman to direct it. Darren Lynn Bousman directed 2, 3, and 4. Yeah. Um, arguably some of the the best movies because they set up so much of the mythology. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I'm a little bit confused though, as to why they'd think that like, let's completely reimagine Saw, but you know what? That old series was really good. So let's bring back that director. It's like, well, it was good because of him. So just continue (laughs) the story. (laughs) Like, it seems a little bit weird to mix it, but it also doesn't sound like they're completely rebooting it. Mm -hmm. You know, because what what they say is that it's a fantastic vision that reimagines and spins off the world of the Notorious Jigsaw. So it could very well still take place in the same universe, but Mm -hmm. it's like different stories without Jigsaw. Maybe there's a copycat. Maybe there's something else. You know, like it could be his legacy left on or something like it could be anything. So,
3: yeah, I'm I'm not very uh, interested in it. I'm not I'm not uh, the type of horror fan to really scoff at all the like. then
0: you're not a true horror fan (laughs) the the
3: reboots and the remakes can kind of get a little cumbersome after a while because it just seems like that's all they're doing at some point but uh with a series like saw that i love so much uh, like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna turn down the opportunity to see more of that universe you know what i mean
2: saw seemed always to be more or less about quantity anyways like I don't even know uh, how else to put it, but tread it,
0: lightly here, just so you know. Tread it <laughs> lightly.
2: It's all about how can we creatively kill people. So it just oh, takes sure. it, it just takes people in a room, and be like, oh, how effed up would this be? I, and it's easy to create. You're missing though.
0: I think that if that's all you're paying attention to in those movies, though, you're missing the absolutely brilliant writing. Because those, that's what those movies, like. at least to us, like we're, yeah. James and I are huge fans of that series. Mm-hmm. Um, even Jigsaw. Jigsaw was not the greatest movie ever made. But there was still like a couple of twists that kind of fed into the original mm-hmm. series. It was kind of cool to see those characters come back. There was a nice twist, whatever. I do understand them doing something different with it, though, because there really wasn't more they could do with that that story. I think that story had kind of run its course. Yeah. So if they're going to do something that's going to link a new story up with that world, I'm completely okay with it. Yeah. And Give it a shot. Who cares? If it's, if it's shit, don't watch it.
2: <laughs> and honestly, I, I enjoyed the writing a lot, too. Like, it had so many twists and turns, and then it would, like, split off, and everything would come together super clean. So I enjoyed that, too. But the vast majority of people that I've talked to about it don't talk about the stories like oh man did you see that guy who got spiralized and all that stuff the, which it, in yeah, fairness that's a big part of those movies it is too. a big yeah. part of it but we're like
3: we've always kind of been the direct opposite like uh-huh. yeah the kills are awesome but when you it's it's like all the little it's all the little easter eggs that you pick up on mm-hmm. and it's, you start to make the connections like oh my god I'm watching Saw 5 and they just did something that's a direct callback to Saw <clears> 1 <throat> and it was like the most subtle little thing that it's it's just like brilliant you know what i mean the, yeah. the
0: saw franchise is the cinematic equivalent of reading playboy for the articles <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not, it really is It's yeah, pretty good <laughs> it, it really is like, like no they're really well written just, just get out of the way tits like i want to read the story
3: <laughs> get out of the way tits
0: i've never put those words in that string ever in my life that's uh, <laughs> that's actually
3: going to be our first t-shirt that you can buy the buzzkill podcast Get out of the way tits
2: t-shirt. <laughs> can get it on a hat. I will make that. <laughs> oh, my but, God. But uh, anyway,
0: that's, uh, that's all I got for news. All right, so uh, Jay is gone, obviously, and uh, we are taking over his stupid facts of the day. And uh, I think, just like last week, we're going to go ahead and get three of them down, because why the fuck not? We're making our own rules, right? Because it
3: takes three of us to, to equal... One J. One J. Raj. and we mm-hmm. need to stre-
0: and we need to stretch this out to two hours, two and a half hours this week. <laughs> so we're going to have all of this time. Uh, I will start. Um, and this could be a correction because I didn't actually fact check it, but who gives a shit? Um, you were born with three hundred bones. I was. But by the time that you are an adult, you will only have two hundred and six. Oh my God!
3: because <laughs> so might- they fuse together? Maybe. Your Actually, your, yes. your wife
0: might have a huge correction on
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, I've heard that one before.
0: That's true.
2: What do you got, Branson? All right. So mine are, it, mine is turtle eggs that are kept at warm temperatures produce females, while those that at cool temperatures make males.
3: Really, I feel like yeah. Dwight Schrute covered that on The Office. Oh, did he? When he was talking about trying to make a son. <laughs> 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 ah, ah, ah,
0: ah. Can you imagine if that was the same case for humans? You would really know who had a really hot sex and who was just really cold in the sack.
3: Well, no, it's like it's a it's a matter of keeping the uterus uh, very warm for a period of time after conception or very cold. Is that it? Yeah. That's oh, it. oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> well, since Jay is in uh, Hawaii, I decided to go with um, a Hawaiian fact, and I believe I've actually brought this up on the show before, but might as well. I th- I, it feels like it, it bears repeating. The <clears throat> the state fish of Hawaii is called the puaha. which is also called the rectangular triggerfish or the Hawaiian triggerfish. Ooh. So.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
3: Do you, you want to try and say the name? Kind of. Here. God. All right. Oh, yes. This is going to be good. This is going to
0: be fantastic. Oh, gee, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Give me a second. You talk amongst yourselves while I, while I try to get this here. Uh, no. <laughs> Just do <laughs> the, it. The... Huma that papa. Was,
3: that was not close at all. <laughs> all
2: right. The, I keep
0: oh, wanting to sing Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. Whenever I read it. <laughs> the
2: Huma Huma Humu 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 Nu Kunu Kuapa Kuapua. That
3: was closer than Heckman.
2: <laughs> the Huma Huma Nuka kuapua Ha.
3: Oh my gosh. Ouch.
2: that was really good. Yeah, that was really good. How,
3: how did, did you get straight. that? Huh? Uh, because when I was in Hawaii on my on my uh, my my honeymoon, I made it a point to memorize how they say it. <laughs> it felt like uh, some felt uh, like something that I he, should do.
0: He had nothing better to do on his honeymoon than than learn
3: that. <laughs> I was actually saying it well, in the throes. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh nice. How, how did that sound? <laughs>
2: So, so you knew what it was already, and then you made Mike say it, yeah. and then the guy with the stutter.
3: Yes. Just, Jerk. just to make myself <laughs> just, I feel, just to make myself feel better. Just how good friends we
2: are. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, with that,
0: boom! That was the news.
2: That's alright, I guess. <laughs> I'd give it a, a C+. Yeah. Should I do it again?
3: I guess if you want. I don't really want to do it again. No, don't okay. do it again. It was terrible. All right, uh, we're gonna
0: take a. Uh, we're gonna, <laughs> fuck you. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the death of our good friend Jay. Rest in peace, Jay.
3: Throughout this, we'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description.
0: All right, I'm back. I Actually, was, we're back. We're back. Well, I was I was over there petting cats because studio cats. You know. <laughs> it's what it's what you do. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Buckley is a particularly good studio cat. Yeah, I kind of
0: thought he was dead for a second because so touching him and he wasn't moving. <laughs> lots of lots of death in the air today. <laughs> that's,
3: that's that's the uh, the general reaction of pussy from Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come
0: on, come on. Yes.
2: Oh, oh. that was the. That was the best of the night. I,
0: I hate you all so much. But we love you so all right. much. Um,
3: <laughs> what, do we, what are we I don't even know what about? we're
0: talking about first. Let's talk about 47 meters down. Okay. First. All right. Because it's, so, uh, it's going down
3: so 47 meters down from 2017 two sisters vacationing in Mexico are trapped in a shark cage at the bottom of the ocean with less than an hour of oxygen left and great white sharks circling nearby they must fight to survive yes uh,
0: so this movie is is uh, starring a couple of couple of real logos uh, first first you got Claire Holt. As Kate, Fine. Fine. and then you got Mandy Moore. I'm kissing Fine. you like candy. Fine. As Lisa, um.
3: and also Chris Johnson and Yanni Gelman.
1: Fine.
0: <laughs> they bring they bring the Latin flavor to, to the flick. Um. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so the, this movie's real real easy to talk about. You have Mandy Moore who uh, had just broken up with her boyfriend. Uh, Steve, was that his name?
2: Steve just broke up with her. It was
0: Steve, though. Or Steve? Yes, huh. Stewart. Stewart. Stewart.
2: Not Steve. It's always a Stewart, right? It's always
0: a fucking Stewart. God.
3: Fucking Stewart.
0: Stew the glue.
3: White um, bread ass. <laughs> 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 fucking Stewart. Who gets dumped by a Stewart? <laughs>
0: You're going to be pretty bad. <laughs> what did man... Ooh. And, and, okay, you know what? I'm not even going to get into that. So. so <laughs> So Lisa, Mandy Moore's character, uh, gets gets dumped by s- fucking Stuart. Fucking Stuart. And uh, she doesn't want to tell her sister, and her and her sister Kate go on this vacation to Mexico. Come to find out that uh, he did, in fact, break up with uh, with Lisa. And in order to get her mind off thing, Kate convinces Lisa to go on this uh to go on this shark diving thing while they're down in Mexico. Yeah. Only it's not like the reputable shark cage diving thing that like the resorts give you. It's like this cheap, crappy, rinky-dink boat they go out on because they meet these two guys at a club and they say, "Let's let's, let's go go on our. We, our buddy has a boat. He captains his own boat. Let's go dive with sharks." That sounds like a good idea. And
3: uh, so they go. Well, they say that they do it every weekend. So sure. it's, uh, it sounds, you know, it sounds like. It's pretty legitimate. And
0: I guess, I guess when you think about it, until shit went wrong, everything was fine, right? They knew what they were doing. They had, they had. Oh no, they
2: didn't. They didn't. <laughs> Did you see the rigging on that boat? Come on. <laughs> I true. knew as soon as I saw the boat and I saw the way they had the cage rigged up, I was like, that it's gonna break. I can tell well, you right now.
0: Listen, I mean, rust has that effect on cables. Well, you can <laughs> actually it's not in
2: the rust. It's the way they
3: rigged it. You can actually see too. Uh, uh, because uh, the two guys go down first in the mm-hmm. cage, and you can see as the the winch is pulling the the cable back up, you can see it very quickly. You can see the little fray yep. mm-hmm. in the in in it the is cable. really quickly
0: too. It's like a blinky, you'll miss it kind of thing. Yeah. So that was they didn't. I like the fact that they didn't like focus on it. Yeah. To kill it to death, <clears> you know. But at the same time, if
3: you owned the boat, you would think that you would check the cable now and then to see if it was freeing. Nah.
0: Nah. On that boat? Nah. I'm surprised that boat was not sinking. (laughs) (laughs) You take one look at that boat, it looks like they just randomly found it in a junkyard somewhere, sprayed some of that. What's that? What's that spray? Uh black tar stuff that you can get where they, they put a oh, the screen door on the bottom of the boat and they spray it? No,
2: <laughs> oh, flex seal. Flex seal.
0: They fixed it with flex seal and they took it on the water. I hey, if they used flex
2: seal on it, they wouldn't have been in that situation. Actually,
0: well, that you're, that probably, you're probably right. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so uh, so the two guys go down. They're totally fine. They get up. And then the two girls go down. And while they are, like, halfway to the bottom or... or no, 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 no. No, they're, they go down. They're only
3: supposed to go down about five, five meters. Yeah.
0: And so they get there. And when they're down there, they go to bring them back up. And as they're bringing them back up, cable snaps. Yep. And they sink down 47 meters.
2: Oh, my gosh. And this is where
0: the movie basically starts as far as... You know the the plot unfolding,
2: and that's where the mo- title of the movie came from. No, really? Can you believe? Yeah. <laughs>
0: sounds like sounds like real creative writing to me. <laughs> um, yeah, so so they're down there. They only have a certain amount of air to go. So it's the the movie makes for this really cool claustrophobic feeling mm-hmm. uh, that 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 someone here knows firsthand about being claustrophobic. <laughs>
3: well here's the thing it's it's weird because uh so so mike uh tonight he brought um wh- what's it called would you bring a vr world vr world over to uh branson's house and it's I, a
0: ps4 vr game
3: i had never actually done any like real vr i, I think i put the goggles on at uh at best buy one day mm-hmm. but the i and couldn't MJ's I couldn't bachelor could, party <laughs> that too, <laughs> briefly. I didn't, don't remember. Which I'm very though. upset about. Um, <laughs> they were crappy VR goggles though, and they also ruined my brand new hat because there was glitter on the like, like glitter and and like and slime on There's the a
0: bachelor party. There was <laughs> glitter and there was slime. The worst part about it, it has nothing to do with what you probably think that it was.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so I had never
3: really done VR the way that i did tonight mm-hmm. and you brought this thing over and there's this one uh segment of the game it's a it's a a shark cage experience where you go down like 180 meters or something, something. Like it's like pitch black down there
0: 180 meters 180 down meters down
3: <laughs> and you're down there you find this old nuclear sub which is really cool mm-hmm. like that was that was fucking cool This whole thing, like, I'd love to do it again. I'd love to do more VR stuff. Like, I don't even care about playing games. I just want to, like, do cool stuff stuff. where you can look around. But when you're down there, this huge, like, 30-foot great white comes out of nowhere and attacks the cage. And, of course, it ripped the front of the cage off and then tried to eat me, which was terrifying. Were you taking videos of me, by the way? No, I probably probably should have. Because I was like, I was like spinning around everywhere to keep an eye on this stupid shark and stuff like that. Yeah, but the
0: the reason that I brought it over and I wanted you to do it though is because I had done it before and I thought it was like super cool. But you actually do feel immersed Uh in that world, so you can sort of put yourself in their shoes Mm -hmm. when they were at the bottom of this. So Mm -hmm. that'd be kind of be a cool sister thing to do, you know, with this uh, with this flip. -flip Yeah,
3: for sure. It was very cool. I'm glad that I did it. Um, So. Yeah, they end up 47 meters down, and they're trapped in the cage. Well, they're not trapped in the cage, no. but uh, at first, the, the, the chains that were t- attached to the winch kind of uh, jam up the, the trap door on the top. So the one sister has to, like, take off her her air tank
0: <laughs>
3: and briefly take off her mask, which that would be the most terrifying thing to me. Yeah, um, I agree,
0: because what if you can't get it back on? What if you mm-hmm. can't, like... that's that's
3: sketch dude well and then you also have to i so she was i got the sense she was an experienced diver she had uh, dove before okay uh because uh my my buddy greg has uh he's has has his scuba diving license and stuff and um he's talked to me before about how if you he's never done the full face mask like they had Mm -hmm. uh but he talked about how if you're like down underwater and actually i think to get the certification you actually had to do this at one point basically you go down and you have to take your mask off at one point Mm -hmm. in time so when you go to put your mask on it's filled with water so there's like this trick that you have to do where you're you're like you're putting it on and you're also lifting it up and blowing out through your nose at the same time to clear all the the water out like basically the air coming out of your nose forces all the water out Mm -hmm. so she would have had to do that but that would that would be really hard with one of those Entire like full face mask. Well, I think yeah. the
0: full face mask and the idea is that the oxygen gets pumped into it, and when you put it back on, if you lift it, just, it oh, the I air guess it just pushes, just, like, pushes it off. Yeah, yeah, I
3: guess that makes sense.
0: I,
2: I thought that I saw it more as a plot hole sort of deal because the way. The movement was too quick in order for her to actually do that because uh, I've been scuba diving a couple times and it's not that quick. I don't. I can't imagine it be that quick even for experienced scuba divers. Have you ever but done it, it with that wrong.
3: full face mask thing though?
2: No, because
3: actually I think Mike might be right. Like if you if the air, if the air is actually being pushed into the entire mask, basically all you would have to do is lift the bottom of the mask and it would, the air is going to be all forcing all that water, water out. Yeah. out.
0: As long as you had it at the right angle or whatever. Yeah, you could be right <clears throat> Yeah. So anyway, so she leaves the cage. They're looking for, um, they, they need to get, uh, they need to connect to the surface, basically. They're down low enough to where they're no longer in radio contact. Yeah, they've got like so a she, little
3: uh, comm inside the mask.
0: Yeah. So she has to go up quite a ways to finally talk to someone. She reaches them um, and the guy's like, stay in the cage. You know, there's sh- sharks and shit down there. Stay in the cage. We're going to send another diver down with the second winch. And yeah, so she goes back down and it's at this point, you know, uh, or or soon thereafter, they start seeing the sharks for the first time, Mm -hmm. you know, and this is where the movie really shines. You know, yes, there's a story of them coming down and this and that and whatever. But like the whole this movie is about the sharks. This movie is about these two girls stranded at the bottom of this this underwater ravine. And they're just like. They're fighting for their lives. They're you know it's tense because they're running out of oxygen. They can't leave the cage for too long because there's sharks around. Um, you know, and so it makes for this really, really tense uh, environment. The problem with it though, is that they sort of ignore that sometimes because uh, so eventually you have, I think it was a Javier that comes down to try to uh, set up the second winch.
3: I mm-hmm. think so. yeah.
0: So Manny Moore's character eventually has to go out. Right? is it Manny Moore's character or is it Kate? That goes out to try to find Javier.
2: Um, it is Manny Moore. It's Manny More. Okay. Yeah.
0: So she goes out to find Javier, and she's following the light of a flashlight that they think is is with him. And it turns out it's just the flashlight. And she comes to find out that Javier was eaten to death by a shark. <laughs> um, <laughs> eaten to death. Eaten to death by a shark. Not realistic, but we'll get we'll <laughs> we'll get to shark behavior after the after yeah. we talk about this. Um, and so she's freaking out she grabs the the spear gun that he had and the or the harpoon and spear gun and the flashlight and she makes her way back over. If you had just seen somebody that you know eaten to death at the bottom of the at the bottom of the lake ocean there's no sharks in the lakes. Um,
3: <laughs> not true. There are several well, s- several species of sar- sharks who can sharks survive, sharks, sharks <laughs> who can survive in fresh water.
0: <laughs> very true. Very true. Very true. Um, but point is, though, she gets back to the cage. And at that point, you couldn't fucking pay me to leave that cage. I will die my own death at the bottom of that cage. Really? Well, maybe not. But I'd be terrified <laughs> to leave. I'd be terrified to leave To for, you know, whatever. The thing is this. Those girls leave the cage all the time after they know that there are man-eating sharks swimming right about them. Plus, well, one kinda, of them is cut and there's blood to, in the water. Though. They have to, but they but they're not even but they they don't even seem afraid to do it though. That's the thing that they're not even apprehensive about doing it. Well, you just that, that was s- the one thing that bothered me a little bit.
3: Well, in that situation, you would have to do like it's either because they were running out of air very quickly, um, and uh, so what did they 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 started off with two hundred bar or whatever. I don't yeah. really know what that means in in terms of diving, but basically. <clears throat> the before the guys send them down, uh, the, the captain of the boat, by the name, by the way, uh, Captain, captain Taylor, Taylor, played by Matthew Modine of uh, 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 Full Metal Jacket.
0: Oh, shit, I didn't know that.
3: Um, he says, once you get down to 50, 50 bar, we're going to bring you back up. Yeah. And because uh, Kate has been kind of out and moving around she's been using up her oxygen a lot faster
1: mm-hmm.
3: so now it's uh lisa's turn she has to leave the cage that's when she finds javier eaten to death um they're they're, com- <laughs> they're coming down to the to the wire like they're they're well, running I, out of oxygen so y- I get you that. really don't have a choice you kind of have to leave the cage
0: i get that I, I understand that but even when she's swimming up to to to, to when they're swimming around doing what they're doing they don't really seem all that worried about what's around them. You know, if it was me, I would, yes, I would have to leave to get the stuff done, but I'd be like watching out like crazy. I'd be terrified. They don't really, they don't really show that they are scared to be out of the cage. Well, I guess that's my problem.
3: Well, think about the scene where uh, Mandy Moore's character, Lisa, she has to go and try and she's following the, the light from the flashlight, Mm -hmm. Javier's flashlight. And uh, this is one of my, this is one of the things that ski like I've never been in this kind of situation. I've, I've, I've snorkeled to where, like I've come to a drop off where the drop off might've been like, you know, you might've gone from like, 15 feet of water to like 40 feet of water which is in itself is pretty scary Mm -hmm. but she's 47 meters down and then she comes to this huge drop off yeah it's terrifying where she can't see the bottom of it it's just this huge expanse of open water that part was
0: terrifying and then
3: they had already talked about how sharks attack from below and so she doesn't know what the hell's swimming around down there and Mm -hmm. she has to she has to swim across to this sort of like like little island jutting up in the middle of it to where she sees the uh, the, flashlight the flashlight floating. Yeah. And that part was super, super tense. And she was mm-hmm. looking around the whole time like... And that whole time, you're just expecting a shark to like pop up from the bottom and attack her, right? And it doesn't happen,
0: <clears throat> which actually I think is more effective yeah. than yeah. it actually happening. Yeah. Um, I'm relatively claustrophobic myself. Not not horribly, but there, there are certain situations that I do not like. Mm. And it's funny how being in giant open expansive areas like that, but not being able to see anything is to me way more terrifying than being in a tight space, like Definitely. an elevator yeah. or something yeah. like that.
2: It, I, I found imagery like that to be surprisingly effective. Mm-hmm. Like I, w- I went into this movie thinking like they're going to be trapped underwater. Big deal. But I was sitting there at the edge of my seat. I was like, mm-hmm. Holy crap, this is tense. Like it's actually, <laughs> it, it's, it's scary. It's effective. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, They achieved what they wanted me to feel throughout Mm -hmm. this movie just because I'm. I I felt kind of pathetic. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And the (laughs) fact that once
0: she gets, and and this is something that I would totally see myself doing, is once she gets to the flashlight and she grabs the light, she grabs the uh, spear gun, Mm -hmm. she didn't take note of the direction that she came from. Right. And everything looks the same. Yeah. So she's trying to swim back and has no idea what direction she's going in. Right. That, that, that to me is almost more terrifying than swimming over this giant pit of sure death. Yeah. Like that is just ridiculously terrifying, especially when she was running out of air. Well, Cause it's a There's com- so many things working. It's a her.
3: combination of the two at that point, because not only now do you have to swim back over that giant drop off, mm-hmm. but if you choose the wrong direction, you're swimming even further away from safe, the safety of the cage. Yeah. So, you could be attacked at any point, and also and you could was, be lost forever.
0: Was that was that the scene when, when she was on her way out to the flashlight? I think we talked about this. Was that when the shark attacked her when she was in the cave? Yes, that was like right before then, like on her way there or on her way back. Well, she's way.
3: she's like she's headed headed toward the uh, the flashlight, and Kate yells to her, "There's a shark coming after you." Yes. Get down low.
0: Am I the only one that during that scene when she ducks into the cave and the shark is, like, trying to nuzzle its way in to get her? Mm-hmm. Am I the only one that had flashbacks of uh, Finding Nemo? Oh. The, oh.
3: <laughs> in the submarine. Yeah. yeah. Another <laughs> terrifying it's all, movie. It's, it's all I was thinking about. Um, getting to, so kind of speaking of the shark attacks, you you mentioned something earlier about the the nature of sharks.
0: Yeah. Which the, is the shark attacks in this movie they do not follow the way that great white even great whites actually behave right mostly
3: yeah that's We're, why like, that's,
0: Javier would not have been eaten to death he might have had a chunk taken out of him he might have bled to death mm-hmm. but by and large sharks don't eat humans even great whites you die because they're basically doing test bites right and let's be honest they don't know their own strength right. You know, well, I read. I read, I, a, I, I read earlier when I was looking
3: for a. I read earlier when I was looking for a a uh, fact. A great white shark's bite is four thousand psi. Jesus. Which, uh, like, you compare that to a, a tiger. A full grown tiger is only one thousand psi.
0: I wouldn't want to get bit by either. But, no,
3: but yeah. So it's it's an it's it's an immense amount yeah. of pressure,
2: sure. and then. Like, yeah, and you, when you compare that to, like, the Tigers that hold up your car, those are at 30.
3: Oh, the Tigers. I thought you said the Tigers. I was like, what kind of car are you driving, dude? <laughs> I got go to the, I gotta go to the
0: shop. I got to get new Tigers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's and it, so it's like it's 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 a, it, even a test bite, like you're saying. Yeah. Like a lot of, that's why a lot of surfers, or I guess really people in general who are bitten by great whites, most people survive great white bites because yeah. they're just, they come up and they nip at you mm-hmm. and they realize, oh, oh you're not a human, turtle. Yeah, humans taste like shit and then they they yeah. get out of there.
0: Yeah, it's like, and so you might think that you have like an ass of steel. Your ass of steel is jello, to a shark. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and that's why there's there was a part at the end of the movie, Um, and we'll get into this probably more in a second here, but like, uh, there actually is a shark attack at the end of the movie, which mm-hmm. I was very happy about. I was really hoping that they weren't going to get out of this scot free, mm-hmm. uh, even though the, the, the little bit of a twist at the end does what it does. Yeah, yeah. I was really happy that that scene was there because it's it made it more believable, sort mm-hmm. of. Where it's like, well, oh man, they went through this entire thing and they get out scot free. Mm, I don't mm-hmm. know about that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and 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 there wasn't like they were like Mandy Moore got her fucking shit wrecked, mm-hmm. and God, it was
2: good to see. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell like, you I, it
0: was good to, it was good to see only because it it makes what they were battling real does yeah. that make sense mm-hmm. You know, it, it makes it real. All that terror they felt in the beginning was well worth them being terrified about right. because this actually happened.
2: And, and let me tell you, the my favorite imagery from the entire movie is when uh, they're rising back up and they're taking their pressure break. Yep. And she lights the flare, and there's like four sharks circling them. That was actually really. My, that mouths was, was open, like it oh, was, oh, dude. It that, was
0: it was a bit much, but it was still really no, no. Was I, so I, good. No, was wanted, my
2: favorite part of the movie too. I, <laughs> I would change nothing about it. it gave me happy shivers it's, like i may have popped it's the boner. very <laughs> similar to
0: and i know you haven't seen it because fuck you but in the descent don't they do that too where they light a flare and like the, the creatures are like right around them like all like earlier there's one of them behind her maybe something like that yeah but well, they do that in a lot of movies though, and it's always I'm effective f- when I'm they do th- that. A, there's I a love scene it. in
3: Pitch Black like that too. That's what it is. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But, but
0: actually, speaking That's of the, the descent, one I was
3: of. actually going to say the end of this movie reminds me of the yes, descent a little yes, bit because very much. I, I actually right. feel like so, I'd,
0: so. So before we go any further, we're going to enter the spoiler zone here.
3: Oh, I was going to say I actually spoiler feel like zone. we could uh, not spoil this one if we wanted to. Uh,
0: I kind of want to talk about it though. Uh,
3: okay. All I right. Kind of want to talk about. All right. Spoiler alert. Um. Yeah. It it actually reminded me a lot of The Descent because there's you know if you if you've seen The Descent, um, basically the the main character thinks that she's like she in her head she imagines she's uh, she's gotten out of the cave and she's driving home and she's at her daughter's uh, birthday party mm-hmm. all of a sudden and then all and then it cuts back to her in the cave and what you thought was the candles from a birthday cake was actually her flickering torch like burning out and all this and and you see all these uh these creatures crawling in from every from every angle i i I felt like that was the same sort of like mandy moore's in the boat and she's like safe and her sister's beside her and then she looks at the cut on her hand and the blood is acting the way it would underwater Mm -hmm. and she's like that's funny and she starts to crack up and then they cut back to her in the cage and she's just cracking up because yeah. she's delirious now the reason that she's like, yeah, delirious because
0: cool. uh, if you haven't seen the movie they they do eventually get new air canisters to prolong their time underwater mm-hmm. um, and uh, what they what they tell them is that the reason they didn't want to have to do this is because it's extremely dangerous because apparently when you switch air, con- air canisters it can make you hallucinate I don't know what the science yeah. is behind that
2: uh, I, maybe you guys know more than me. One quick comment. Then I actually looked this up. I thought we we're only spoiling this movie, and now I don't even want to watch The Descent. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, you still, still have to watch The Descent. The Descent it's, is, yeah,
0: the, yeah.
2: there's yeah. so much more to it, yeah. but man, it's, it, it's on my uh watch list. But I looked up, uh, uh, I forget what it's called, but I looked up, like, why this happens. And it's less because they switched can- canisters, and it's more from prolonged exposure to pressurized gases. Oh, okay. So, Certain okay, so, so your body
0: gases. can only handle what's in the tank? It's not supposed to have more than that. Is that basically it? Well, it's no, just, you're, it,
3: you're just not supposed to be underwater breathing in pressurized gases
2: for that long. Okay. Exactly. But well, what
0: about the scuba divers that you see? They have two tanks on their back, though.
2: Well... It, are they pressurized differently, or are they... I think this movie kind of sped up the process. Okay. I don't think it's something that would happen that quickly. You mean, to be honest, you mean
0: there was something that was a little bit unfactual in this movie? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, the, the first, the
2: very first, uh,
3: like when you look up the trivia on IMDb, the the very first fact is at the depth the characters are, experts suggest that they would uh, that there would be less than fifteen minutes of air for them. Yeah, well, that sucks. So, it yeah, it it probably like. Like you said, it's they kind of sped up the entire process, so mm-hmm. it probably made it it like it was supposed to be several hours that went by. Yeah, and I don't actually know how many because there are people there are people who dive for hours at a time. Sure, right?
1: sure.
3: So yeah, I don't I don't yeah, know the people, actual people science that dive around. It, but
0: they cave dive and stuff. You're only really not, you're not down there for you're not, they're down there for a long time when they're like cave exploring and all that underwater.
3: But I wonder if it has to do with. Uh, with the depth and the pressure though as well mm, because because guys who i'm are, stupid are people, when it comes to stuff i don't people, know anything about diving, people who so. cave dive you're not you're not you're not diving in 47 meters of water you're maybe like
2: i don't know like a few meters at a time or something like that because yeah, 47 meters is close to 150 feet right it's pretty far down mm-hmm.
0: yeah um what were we talking about though we were talking about the um the uh, oh, the ending. The reason that I wanted to spoil the ending, uh, and the re- so she's hallucinating, and it turns out that everything after her getting the new air canister basically is a, is a hallucination. I didn't care for how they did it, and I think that it would have been more effective my way. Just saying. Which is I have a better I have a better ending. I think that everything that happened afterwards should have actually happened. And, and she gets there, her and her sisters are doing everything that you see. They get up to the boat, and then as soon as they get onto the boat and she's breathing real air... And she comes back to reality. She's looking for her sister, and she realizes that her sister wasn't with her the entire time, mm. and she was just hallucinating her sister. Yeah. It would have been a far more effective low blow to the character, I think, yeah. than the way that they did it at the end.
2: Yeah, and I, I you know think what I'm
0: saying? Like that would have that would have really fucking sucked.
2: Yeah, I think an ending like that would have and been cool. She-
0: Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but she was so terrified of doing things by herself in the beginning that would have been a character development thing where she actually did do it all by herself. Right. Yeah. Whether she knew it or not, she was doing it by herself. I yeah. thought that would have been way more effective. Yeah, yeah I, that's,
2: that's I, I, I don't think the... Uh, uh, I sorry, kinda, I thought I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> oh, God, cut me off. I, I thought the one thing I would have changed that would have made it a little bit more believable is... Have the shark bite her by where her injuries were, like in the hallucination, rather be, than be, her being bitten in the head, because that's how she died. Like you see the shark come up and bite her in the head. Oh, you're talking about Kate? Yeah, Kate. Yeah. I don't know. So, I
0: kind of like that scene. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> it was
2: a good jump scare,
3: kind of, you know. But mm-hmm.
2: yeah, it but, was really cool. But it made it so it's like this is a hallucination. She's dead. She was bitten in the head by a shark. You know? Yeah. I
0: mean I don't
3: know. I, uh, I didn't mind it personally, yeah, but, but I mean you, you saw the you saw the shark's jaws open and you saw it kind of make a quick move at her, but you didn't really see it bite down on her or anything. Like there is there was a possibility it's just a that little she, nip? There was a possibility that <laughs> she just could have little escaped. Nibble. you mean like oh, so you mean when Lisa went out and found her, her injuries were to her leg?
2: Yes. Okay. And not to her head. Right.
3: Well, I mean, she could have, she could have like maybe dodged that and then been attacked. Like you can
0: dodge a wrench, you can dodge a shark. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, I get I get what you're saying, but I think it's uh, I don't know. I, I, know, don't I thought I, I thought the deal. bite
0: to the head was one of the more effective attacks in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm okay with it personally. I know I get what you're saying, and it would have made it more believe like. Sort of more believable, I guess. And I I totally get, I understand that, but it's it, it, at the end of the day, it's a movie, you know. Like yeah, that, I, that scene did a lot to keep me into the the progression of, of the movie, in my opinion.
3: Yeah. Um, it was pers- really great. Personally, I did feel like like even even though the twist was effective and everything, I saw it coming. Like as soon as well, as, as soon as she got it, yeah, as soon, yeah I, I I feel like them mentioning the fact that you can hallucinate after like hooking onto a new tank. Mm-hmm. As soon as she hooked onto that new tank, they could have
0: hidden that a little bit better. Like put yeah. it in the very beginning before they even go into the water. Right. Be like you can always stay down there for this and that and blah blah. Oh yeah, but what, but it's so beautiful. What if we want to stay down there? Like no, nah, you can't because if you do that, you hallucinate. Just put it in passing. Yeah. Right. Put it in passing and then don't go back to it because yeah. then when you watch it on a second a second half, mm-hmm. then you'll get it. Yeah. Like yeah. oh shit, she was hallucinating. That's why she was. You know. I like so I like when you have to rewatch a movie a few times to really understand what they were getting. Sure. at. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and instead, don't put it on Front Street so much.
2: Instead, they had it happen during a piece of dialogue, during a part where nothing else was happening. Mm-hmm. They were just talking. There was nothing else to look at. There was nothing else to pay attention to. To it was just those words. So it was impossible to miss. Yeah.
0: Right. Outside of the actual shark attacks and the and the the whole. Um, Super claustrophobic feeling of the movie. Another thing that helped uh, keep the feeling of the movie going was the score. I thought the score was really good in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Super, super good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really, really liked that. Um, I also had another thought. These girls, the beginning of the movie, um, she's all down, down herself or whatever. They're in their, their resort or their hotel in Mexico, wherever it is they're at. Um, it's 1 o'clock in the morning, and Kate convinces Lisa to go out on the town. They left their hotel at 1 o'clock in the morning in Mexico. Of course they were going to (laughs) die. Are you kidding me? (laughs) That that is Mexico 101. You don't leave your resort at 1 o'clock in the morning and go into town.
3: That has nothing to do with their death.
0: I'm just saying
2: It was like, a delay it was a delayed Mexican death. Was, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> the cartels don't get you. They've upped their game the, from the, the, the sharks will.
0: It's no longer a Colombian necktie. It's a Mexican great white. That's that's what they give you. <laughs> oh my gosh, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> also, they say that great whites grow to 25 feet. That is false. They do not.
3: Well, they can. But they
0: can, but they they said that but there's always... They're like, oh, we, all these we always go out and see yards. these 25 footers. No. That's not... Yeah. You'd be lucky to see one once in your life, probably that right. big. So that's a little, little well, facetious. I, I
3: think currently currently the, the largest great white that... Anyone knows of that has been like uh, spotted in the wild is 20 foot. Yeah. A 20 foot female. Yeah. So
0: there there was also, you know, we're talking about the the behavior of the sharks. Mm -hmm. Sharks can smell, this might be a correction as far as the actual like length, but sharks can smell a drop of water from like a drop of of blood. (laughs) There's so much (laughs) water around here. (laughs) (laughs) They can smell (laughs) a
3: drop of... I swear to God, there's water around here somewhere. (laughs) Where is it? I've been
0: looking for so long. I love you guys. Um, (laughs) Sharks can smell a drop of blood in the water from, like, miles away, right? Yeah. There was a lot of blood in that water. Mm. There'd be way more than just one shark around them. I kind of felt like, you know?
3: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, there wasn't wasn't just one. There was three or
0: four. I still feel there'd be way more than that, though. I feel like there'd be a frenzy. Yeah, probably. And other fish, too, predatory fish that live mm. in the ocean. Like, there'd be more.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that. And then when they're underwater and, like, uh, is it Lisa that cut? No, um, uh, yeah, Lisa cuts her hand. Mm-hmm. And like the whole time I'm watching this or whatever, and I think I mentioned this, too, I go, oh, great. Now she has to fight off sharks and tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, she, the she, worst. Because well, her... that cage was pretty fucking rusty. No, she mm-hmm. cut her hand on the harpoon. What, you don't think that was rusty coming off that boat?
2: Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> come on, yeah, that's come true. on. And now you. I'm got surprised
0: few... that thing even worked. Let <laughs> us <laughs> it's got
2: rusts and ickies
3: on it. <laughs> um, the one thing I will say uh, about this movie that was kind of off putting to me is some of the dialogue was. It was like because they were underwater and they had the masks on, and you couldn't really see their facial expressions all the time. They felt like it. It felt like. Um, they were adding lines in where the, where there didn't need to be lines mm-hmm. just because they needed to sort of narrate what was going on. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. That wasn't
3: terribly distracting, but I did notice it at times. It, yeah. It was just something that I kind of picked up on and I was like, "Yeah, that's kind of weird yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And but not to
2: mention if I spent like literally 12 hours being like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And suddenly this happens, I'm not just gonna be like, oh no, it's okay, I forgive you. <laughs> By the way, we're gonna die. Thank you. Like oh, that that part was a little
0: Yeah. And what are you gonna do? Fight her underwater? I, I wanna let her scuba fight.
2: I would've let her have it for a good thirty seconds, then moved on. The slowest slap. I would have pulled her mask
3: off and uh, let her drown and turn off her respirator and then turn it back on when I need it.
2: (laughs) Now I have more air. (laughs) I have
0: have one more thought about uh, what I wanted this movie to do. When she started hallucinating, I really, in retrospect, would have dug this movie if they pulled a total fucking 180. You ever seen The Incredible Mr. Limpet with Don Knotts? Yeah. If they pulled some of that shit and suddenly, like she, everything
3: was cartoon. Suddenly she was
0: hallucinating and she just starts seeing cartoon fish like coming at her
2: and stuff. Oh my
0: gosh! <laughs> it would have been fantastic. I'm just saying. You also um,
2: called Spawn a masterclass, so.
0: <laughs> I like shit. What can I say? Um, so this is interesting. Uh, the film was originally um, the the film was originally called Forty Seven Meters Down, but when it was picked up by uh, the studio, they renamed it In the Deep. And it was going to be originally uh, by Anchor Bay, and it was going to be originally released uh, as a straight-to-video, straight-to-DVD-type movie. Um, in the like 11th hour, though, it got picked up by another studio, retitled to 47 Meters Down and released theatrically, and the rest is history. This movie was a huge hit, especially mm-hmm. for what it was. Can you imagine if this would have just went under the radar? We wouldn't have the sequel coming up. Uh, Johannes, um, I can't Roberts. Johannes Roberts would not have directed Strangers Pray at Night. Mm. Like this, this like the fact that this movie got bought up in the in the eleventh hour is was huge for yeah. him. Was huge you, for this movie. You could
2: almost say it made waves. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh. Also,
0: this movie did suffer one big loss, and that was uh, James Vanderbeek oh. was cast to play fucking Stuart. He was Mandy Moore's boyfriend who dumped her. The Dawson. Dumped Mandy Moore.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say he specializes more in like creek type stuff than ocean. Kind of <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. it makes sense. But uh, yeah, so
0: he had filmed some scenes. They cut them all out of the movie. Mm. Unfortunately, I kind of want to see this movie though with 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 the Dawson in it. I'm not gonna mm. lie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like James Vanderbeek, but that would have been completely unnecessary.
0: <laughs> Speaking of unnecessary, probably unnecessary to talk about this movie anymore. Yes. So let's move on. Um, Let's
3: move on to a completely unnecessary
2: movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: Lava from 2015. Volcanic eruptions in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Unleash a swarm of gigantic lava-breathing tarantulas. (laughs) Mike's wet dream. What's up, Mike? Do you want to take it away?
0: I'm not going to... I'm not going to speak until you admit this is a goddamn masterpiece, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <I'm> Ma- <laughs> masterclass, <laughs> a
0: masterpiece of shit. No, I love this movie. Um, not, not not that it's good. It's just stupid fun. Like it's it's a sci-fi movie. This is made by the same people that made Sharknado. You mm-hmm, know, it's mm-hmm. it is made it, it is made to exist exactly in the place that it, that it has in the cinematic universe. You know, like. It is what it is. It's, it's yeah. made to be stupid. It's made to look like crap.
2: Yeah, in it all was, fairness, it was very purposefully a B movie,
0: which is good though. Which I that it, there's a there's a sense there's a sense of of, of pride, sort of, in how shitty it looks. One know? of my
3: favorite things is that uh, um, uh, I can't remember exactly what was happening in the movie, but at, at one point in time they show they show footage of, from like a cell phone or something, and it's. Uh, it's the like the lava bombs dropping on the city and blah, blah, blah. And, and I, I can't remember who said it, but they're like, Oh yeah. I Yeah. My, my kid has that same app on their phone. Like they, mm-hmm. at this point they've blown up the neighbor's cat like 83, 83 times. And the funny thing is I, we've played around with that sure, app sure. on our phones
1: before, mm-hmm. <clears throat> before,
3: before. <laughs> and, uh, but the, the explosions in this movie, it's almost like they intentionally made those explosions look exactly like that app.
2: Oh, because yeah. Because for and the rest s- of the movie, they all look like just stock like that. Yes. And yeah. I can tell you exactly why. Right after I say this, I thought it was so funny that they brought up that. They're like, hey, check out this video my friend caught on their cell phone. It was the exact same clip from the movie yes. just a few minutes <laughs> yeah, earlier. Yes. I loved that so much. But uh, the... Technology that they use to do this like i uh i used to be very heavily into video editing and they look that way because you of the effect about it oh i <laughs> used to be like back in high school and i was never good at it uh but they have to make those effects like the smoke and all that stuff super opaque that way like you can't see that like you can't see the actual thing behind it. So mm-hmm. the smoke's all opaque, so you can't see, oh, everything's okay right behind it. Right. It just makes it that much easier to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, so Steve Gutenberg. Yes, that's Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> uh, he plays washed up action star Colton West. Um, he uh, he uh, has a family. His wife, uh, played by Nia Peoples, uh, Olivia West, um, MILF. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Distractingly um, so. D- right. <laughs> <laughs> Running around she that looked sports like bro. She looked like she looked like Tila Tequila if Tila Tequila aged she, gracefully. Tila Tequila.
3: There's a name I haven't heard in
0: like I always years. thought Tila Tequila was hot but there is no way at like <laughs> the age of like 49 or so that she is going to look good. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's just not. <laughs> she, she may
3: have looked good for like a second and a half when she was 23. Uh, yeah. And now she's, <laughs> tw- I don't know, 27 and probably doesn't look good. Uh, right.
0: <laughs> we're, we're assholes. Uh, Nia Peebles plays Colton West's wife, Olivia. And then they have a son uh, named Chris. And so so Colton West is coming home after getting fired off of uh, uh, Lewin uh, L.'s film set. I thought Lee- there
3: wasn't their son's name, Wyatt.
0: Oh, it was yes. Wyatt. Why do I have, uh, because these are out of order, of course they are. Um, sorry, why was their son? Yeah, Chris, there.
3: Chris was Patrick Renna, You're aka right. the Great Hambino from Sandlot.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah.
3: yes. Sorry. Which, by the way, uh, he hit he hit the age of twenty five and then just stopped aging. <laughs> he he looks exactly the same as he did. Like, well, not in the Sandlot, but like yeah. a slightly older version than than in the Sandlot. It's pretty funny. much,
0: pretty much. Um, yeah. So he gets fired off of a giant cockroachy. Film set directed by Lee Winnell playing Darren Lynn Bowsman. It's the only thing that has to be Darren, right? They're all yeah, friends. Yeah. Has to oh, be. Totally. This movie was directed by Mike Mendez, by the way. Uh, Mike Mendez is is he's in that circle of like Adam Green, Joe Lynch, mm-hmm. uh, you know Darren Bowsman, you know all those guys. Like they're they all worked on Tales of Halloween together. Mike Mendez did a segment in Tales mm-hmm. of Halloween. Uh, he did a movie called Big Ass Spider, which has no right to be as good as it is. I've said this to you before. It's it's not good because it's shitty like this movie. It's shitty like this movie, but it's actually good. Like, you know what? It's, I've seen it's a funny movie. It really works.
3: I think I was actually, when we were gearing up to watch this movie and like all the hype you had thrown my way about it, I think I was actually mistaking it for you telling me about Big Ass Spider. Yeah. Because you, I remember, I can actually remember exactly where we are, where we were when you were telling me about Big Ass Spider mm-hmm. and why it had no right to be as good as it is. <laughs>
0: You, have you seen it though? No. Oh, dude, no, <laughs> no you, you not yet. To. I don't want to hype it up too much, but like, it it has no right to be as good <laughs> as it is. Um, but it but it's it's competent and it's good and whatever. Um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, so it's basically this is Colton West. He he hijacks a bus. He meets Patrick Renna's Chris, and they form this little duo. And they're basically trying to save Los Angeles from giant fire breathing tarantulas. Oh yeah. Yes. Love I mean, Angeles if that doesn't sound like a, <laughs> if that doesn't sound like a Tuesday I don't know what does um, so yeah so they're they're running around they eventually meet back up with his wife they uh, they hook up with pirate Jack played by the incomparable Ralph Garman <laughs> Ralph Garman if you ever listen to any of Kevin Smith's uh, uh, not any of but Kevin Smith's podcast Hollywood Babylon mm-hmm. it's his co-host in Hollywood Babylon mm. um, Yeah. He uh, yeah so he's I I love Ralph Garman he's fantastic it's
3: funny as hell he, uh,
0: you have Danny Woodburn who also is in this plays Arnie who is Colton's uh, um, agent basically yeah he's an angry angry little man um,
3: <laughs> Danny Woodburn yeah I just always like he's uh, Seinfeld is I yeah. I always just go to Seinfeld whenever yep. I see him.
0: Uh, and then you also have Michael Winslow and uh, Marion Ramsey.
3: Michael Winslow, Marion Ramsey, and Leslie Easterbrook, all from Police Academy, yep. mm-hmm. which was really cool. Well, so was
0: Gutenberg. Back so, in the time you, they when... They
3: basically asked Gutenberg, They told Gutenberg, like, you can bring on some of your own people to be yeah. in this movie, and he picked these Pretty much three. everybody
0: in this movie he picked, though, because he knew them from Police Academy. He knew Patrick Renna uh, from The Big Green. Oh, yeah. That's
1: which
3: right. is the
0: movie that I know him from. Whenever I see Patrick Renna, I go... He was the kid from The Big Green. Mm. Like I don't even remember Sandlot. I know that Sandlot was a huge movie, mm-hmm. and he's been in a ton of stuff. I always think of The Big Green. This edge funniest, Lord over here. The funniest. What'd you say?
2: I said, this edge Lord over here.
0: <laughs> well, the best part about it is I've never seen The Big Green. What? He's on the cover. I've seen the cover so many times. Oh, what a genius. He's just ass. making that stupid face. <laughs>
3: like <on the> cover. <laughs>
0: That's all I think of. Oh, he was
3: in Son-in-Law, too. Oh, I forgot it? about that. Oh, Do you remember he was? that? was. We <laughs> Weezer.
0: But uh, anyway... We're probably, sure. So, yeah. So, they, they're they going around or whatever, and they're basically just trying to fight off the lavalanchulas. They eventually meet a uh, scientist who works in the museum, and he tells them about this underground tunnel system, which you heard in our, our intro this week. Uh, and basically, the lavalanchulas are a giant underground colony of spiders that live in lava, <laughs> and the lava is their, their hive, and... <laughs>
2: Yeah, I no, didn't. they are the lava. Sorry, they
0: are the lava. Didn't I,
2: you listen to the I, bit about the Mayans? Yeah. They got it right. Come on.
3: <laughs> but he says he says that uh, he says that lava was a, a Mayan term, even though <laughs> uh, uh, the the word lava didn't come into didn't come into existence until like 200 years after the Mayans were already.
0: Like he, yep. completely wiped off yep. the planet. Also, I love the fact that it like he was the one that told them they're called the avalancholas. Yet the newscasters were already calling them mm-hmm. avalancholas. and they everybody's just coming up with this word on their own, like, which I get it, it's a fun word to say, but it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> Like that big reveal was already spoiled because they had called them lava lanchos twenty times already in this movie before that scene. <laughs> it kind of takes the sting out of it a little bit. Um, yeah, is, I, I love this movie because, like I said, it's stupid. It it doesn't make any sense. It's not supposed to make any sense. Yeah, I,
3: I feel like I feel like this movie, rather than talking about the uh, the plot or anything like that, it's it's mostly just it's made what plot. It's yeah, it's mostly just made up of bits.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And
3: so we should probably just talk about our favorite bits of the movie.
0: Oh, absolutely! Um, oh, like yes. how about the fact that uh, Gutenberg's wife kickboxes a spider. She does
3: <laughs> yes. kickboxes a spider, and then uh, and then <laughs> I love how she's she's smashing all the glass in the in the house to like get weapons out. She's
0: got, she starts off like a, like a fucking Highlander sword. That thing melts.
3: It melts. She yeah. tries
0: throwing throwing stars at it. Those melt.
3: <laughs> and then she can't smash open the glass. That that gun looked like it was from something Doom. <laughs> did
0: it? Yeah.
3: Like, yeah. Why, it was like a Doom gun. Why do you have a, a very F-ing... specific looking like specific
2: gun? You know. Why do you have a sawn off shotgun in a glass case in your living room? Well,
0: wait, not even that. It was like a fantasy sawed-off shotgun. It wasn't yeah. even real. Mm-hmm. So why? And it's, clearly it clearly was a movie prop. Why in the fuck is did they did they make a working fantasy shot, sawed-off shotgun? That's how people die on movie sets. Rest in peace, Brandon Lee. Well, <laughs>
3: well, all the all the guns on movie sets are completely operational.
0: Unless they're completely fantasy and not real. Whoa, what? Why would you make a fake a fake gun a real gun? Like that gun that she's using is supposed to look like a sawed off shotgun, but it's not a real sawed-off shotgun. It looks completely different.
3: Well, it's I mean it's it's all gussied up to look like uh post-apocalyptic or something like that. I don't know. But, it didn't even look like still, the, all the...
0: the it didn't even look like the shape of a real shotgun. I don't know. I thought it, it kind of <laughs> did. Um, I think, I think we're, we're going into this way too deep. I, I,
3: <laughs> I, I, I love, uh, there's one part where Gutenberg's running, and what the hell's his name? Colton West. Colton, yeah. He's running through the streets, and uh, and he's. I think at one point he's like backing up, and then he bumps into somebody, like they bump back to back, and he spins around, and it's Ian Ziering. <laughs>
0: From Sharknado. Ian
3: Zering playing Finn Shepard, his his character from, from Sharknado. And uh,
0: he's <laughs> I loved
3: that. He's wearing the shirt with like the uh the crossed yep. chainsaws on the <laughs> on the front, and he's like, Oh man, can you help me out? And Ian Zering's just like, no, I can't rain now, man. I'm sorry, I got shark problems. And then he just runs <laughs> off. That's <laughs> so funny.
0: Oddly enough, Steve Gutenberg took this role because he originally turned down the starring role in Sharknado and regretted it. Man. So when they came back to him, he goes, "Yes." Turns out this wasn't the greatest franchise ever, you as know, as far what? as sequels go.
2: I'm not gonna lie though, I loved his casting because of the fact that he obviously was having so much fun. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I like, have totally. never seen an actor have so much fun
0: Wouldn't within you? his character. Wouldn't oh, you? Oh yeah, this movie was meant to blast a work. Yeah. It.
2: If somebody asked me to star in a B movie, I'd be like,
0: oh yeah.
3: Well, it's him him in this role was like we talked about Piranhaconda. Uh, a couple months ago, or whatever, mm-hmm. his him playing in this role and playing it totally straight was the direct opposite of Michael Madsen. Yes. Michael Madsen was a he chore was just for him like to be there. phoning it, it in, like, yep. like, "Oh my god, uh, I don't want to be here."
0: Speaking of um, the Sharknado scene and other movies being referenced, there's a couple other references. Like, there's a spot where the uh, lava like spits lava at like this giant globe. And it falls off the top of a building and it's rolling down the street. And then you see a guy basically dressed up as Indiana Jones <laughs> running from the globe, but he gets crushed by it. it's right out of uh, um, uh, Temple, Temple of Temple Doom. Of Doom. Yeah. There's another there's another guy that looks exactly like uh, Samuel L. Jackson oh, in yeah. Pulp Fiction that yes. like uh-huh. gets killed. And then my absolute fucking favorite thing ever is that there is a guy dressed up as Spider-Man, not as like the Marvel Spider-Man. It's a dude in like a black jumpsuit. And he's got, like, arms with other... Two other arms attached by yarn underneath (laughs) him. And when he gets spit by lava... He uh, he gets hit by lava. He gets flung up against a brick wall and the indentation that he leaves on the wall is not of a man it's of an actual spider <laughs> yes <laughs> it's my favorite part of the entire movie it's I, so good
2: i would i was waiting for that part to happen and he would be like just sit there and pretend to be a spider and then have the La would be like oh he's one of us and then walk <laughs> off i wanted that to happen so bad cuz that would have been so funny
0: oh there's also there's also the part where the the military guy he's up against the uh, the wheel the military thing uh, of the the big via, the big uh, Humvee vehicle oh, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. and he looks up and there's a spider on top of it. He goes, "Clever girl." <laughs> <laughs> <the> Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's so good. I love right. it.
2: Oh, w- oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna. Say, oh, it, I want. Mine's kind of going off this a little bit, so. Mine is. I was just gonna talk about oh. another one of my uh, my favorite parts, but if you wanna go ahead. My favorite part of this whole movie was uh, Colton West known for his most popular character the red rocket, <laughs> red rocket. <laughs> how many times can a movie say red rocket and i loved it, was like, it every it was like time they,
0: it was like they made up like a drinking game for a movie they just made up and then okay we have to check off every part of this drinking game and like yes. drink every time they say red rocket okay
2: <laughs> i am plastered <laughs> off my ass
3: <laughs> and the fact that so he at the, by the end of the movie he decides that he wants to be a hero and <clears throat> the news has been keeping up on him they're like they're at, the, there, at, be, at the beginning of this movie he's this washed up action star doing this shitty like like giant roach flick mm-hmm. and uh but then throughout the movie, like, his his wife keeps on... Because she's mad at him at the beginning of the movie because he missed a Dodgers game with his son or something. And throughout the movie, she keeps either seeing news news clips on TV or hearing it over the radio that, for some reason, Colton West is all mixed up in the middle of all this, and he's saving people's lives left and right. Like, like, like an entire busload of tourists have been saved by Colton West, like, real-life action hero... And uh, by the end, he decides that he wants to don the suit of Red Rocket one more time. And he goes, and this is where the movie just absolutely just (laughs) jumps off the rails. Jumped the Sharknado. It fucking. (laughs) He gets up to the top of the building. And I just thought he was going to like throw a bomb down or like maybe like kill this thing from above. He's got like a rocketeer. Uh, suit on. If you
0: ever wanted a sequel to The Rocketeer, yeah. here you go.
3: And he pushes the thing, and it, the suit actually flies. So it's like, <laughs> it's like not. A, it wasn't just a prop for a movie. Like it, it, it would have you believe that when he was making the Red Rocket movies, he was actually flying.
0: Michael, on, Michael on Winslow ra-
3: on a rocket pack.
0: Michael Winslow doesn't fuck around, right? <laughs> when he builds props, he builds them right.
3: Yeah, <laughs> just so stupid. Oh my god, it oh, was so funny.
0: There is another part of this flick that I literally died laughing at. It's when the family gets reunited towards the end of the movie, and uh, they're they're like they're hugging or they're doing something. They're talking about how like big an explosion was or something like that. And uh, Colton's wife is like ne- like kneeling down like waist level, mm-hmm. and the the son says something to Colton. And he goes, oh, that something was was big or whatever. And he looks, at his, well, you know your mom; she looks everything big. And, <laughs> then, and then she looks at his dick, and she goes, "Yes, I do." <laughs> 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 Are you fucking kidding me?
2: Oh, I love that. I, I was oh gonna my bring God, that it was up. To, so good. <laughs> that was gonna be my next thing to bring up too.
3: One of one of my favorite parts because I I really didn't see it coming because uh, so Wyatt goes and meets up with. Um, uh two of his buddies well three three of his friends it's two guys and a girl Mm -hmm. and he obviously has a crush on this girl and she might have a crush on him but then his other his other friend has a crush on this girl too so throughout the entire movie he's trying to say like hey man don't step on my toes i'm like trying to get with this chick but she ends up getting dragged down into one of the holes like the lava holes but bitten on the leg yep I did not see this coming.
0: I they they end light. up at
3: one of the studios, like locked in locked in the uh, the big like you know pole barns or whatever mm-hmm. on a on a studio lot, and they're running for their lives, and she's just continuously like her her leg is getting worse and worse, and she can't figure out what's going on. And you just think, oh well, she's been bitten by a giant spider. It sucks, you know. Like her her leg is hurting. But by the end of the movie, everything will turn out all right. You know, that
0: that lava venom <clears throat> that spiders have. Well, she's,
3: yeah, exactly. She's, eggs like, she's like she's like kind of his love interest, you know, sure. like they don't really hook she's up or anything too. like, yeah, she's cute. And like they're running around that you think he's going to save her or whatever. But then at one point, she just she can't bear it anymore. Her leg is hurting so bad. And he goes and takes the bandage off. And this thing is like pulsating. And then all of a sudden, they back up because she starts freaking out. And you see the, in like, the impressions of, like, baby spiders crawling up underneath her skin. And then she just completely bursts into flames. Like, her,
0: spontaneous combustion. Like her, her,
3: her like head is crazy. on fire. And then spiders start crawling out of her mouth. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, they went there.
2: They, they hurt, her death sucked. Yeah, yeah. It did. Like, hers
3: was probably the, the worst out of, not only because it was... Probably the most graphic in the movie, but also because you just think like, oh, this is the this is the cute girl that the kid's going to end up
2: with at the end of the movie. But mm-hmm. nope, just yeah. dead. And like let's super be real. Dead. Cute is an understatement. That girl is fine. <laughs> well, I can't do it like um like Mike here can. Was she
0: 16, though? Yeah, she I'll, was
2: 22. I oh, looked it okay, up. OK, OK. I oh, looked man, it up. That I was case. like, well, in that case. Uh, I was like, okay, this might be creepy. Let's make sure this is okay. Wait, hold on. Wait, 22 currently? No, she was 22 at the time okay. of the
0: movie. Okay. I checked. This because this was
3: four years ago. <laughs> I checked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, so that that warehouse that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I know this, but I do because I watch behind the scenes things on lots of movies. Mm-hmm. I am damn near 100% sure that that warehouse they were in mm-hmm. because I, the exterior of it was very familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Was the building that they filmed uh, the Saw movies in. Like the original and I believe some of the sequels uh, was like that the, building, like,
3: like the Gideon, uh, like the, the the abandoned warehouses yes. that Jigsaw owned.
0: Yes, but like, where they actually filmed them in real life though? Like maybe not, I don't know if they're different storyline, but like did you they, look it up? No, but I didn't. But I I've, I swear that I've seen on some behind the scenes featurettes before that they showed the outside of the building, and it's pretty. It's a you know, it's pretty iconic, but. Um, memorable looking building you know? yeah what I'm
2: prolific even. Pro, almost <laughs> prolific um
0: no no it just it looked super familiar i'm pretty sure and if that makes sense if they film movies there that makes sense that they would use it and it's in la yeah so that makes sense yeah. um but uh yeah i just thought that was interesting
3: yeah that's pretty cool
0: and being that you know hell they they call out darren bousman by name so it's like i'm sure they know where people filmed sure you know what i'm saying yeah so that would make sense but i thought that was interesting though um, I don't know, I have much more to say about yeah. this. Oh, I do have one more question. I'm sorry. Did the Momalantula yes, the Momalantula <laughs> have a human face? It did looked, anybody else notice that? It kinda that?
3: looked like it. It definitely <laughs> was fuck? it definitely seemed more expressive than <laughs> the other lava Lantulas. Why does
0: it have a human
3: face? <laughs> I don't think it was human. I just think it was
0: I don't know. It looked like uh, it. I don't know. It looked like
3: almost like uh almost like the uh the the, the hybrid xenomorph at the end of uh Alien yes. Three,
2: yes, like yes. the
3: one, the like the one that was crossbred with uh, Sigourney Weaver with Ripley, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of. All right, so I pulled it up.
2: I would say no. Let me...
0: I would say yes. It, it looks like Barney. Looks like the two eyes, a mouth, it's a grinning with happiness. Look yeah, at
2: Yeah, I'm it has, so happy to be killing these people. Le- Hi <laughs> hey
0: guys, I'm the Mommalanchino. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Well,
3: I guess that it seems more expressive than the other lava because it, it has a nose too. Yeah, yeah you they can they see the spent nostrils. A bit
2: more money on it. Yeah, yeah, kind of. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's La There's nothing else. Like, see it. It's it's hilarious. It's uh, it's on uh, Amazon Prime. So it's on get, Amazon yeah. Prime. It's, it there, uh, it's only
3: like an hour and 23
2: minutes. Yep. So.
0: 47 Meters Down is on yeah. Netflix. So both uh, of these right. flicks you can watch. Yep. So. Yeah.
2: Cool. And I do have to say this. I remember uh, when I was younger, uh, my parents are divorced and all that. So I used to go and visit my dad on the weekends. Like he lived in the same town. And I'd go and stay with him and we would make a like it almost turned into this tradition where i'd go over there and we'd watch whatever b movie was on on sci-fi that night Uh and this movie just kind of brought me back to it and as much crap as i gave you like i actually do have a high appreciation for b movies for that reason just Mm -hmm. remind me of like these awesome times when I was like first getting into horror where I go and enjoy these really crappy movies with my dad. <laughs> that's that's my and, taste,
0: man. Like, I love the shittier, the better. Like, I, yeah, I appreciate good movies, too. Obviously. But like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I like fun movies. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like, it's the reason that I love the, the Joe Bob show, you know, like, and you get that commentary. Like, it, it's it's the love for just shit standards. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> it's good stuff. But uh, that'll do it. That's Lavalanchula and 47 meters down. Hopefully, our good buddy Jay did not meet a fate similar to these people.
3: Yeah, definitely. Hopefully not. Uh, Because does this episode come out before he gets back?
0: Uh, It comes out on Sunday. When When does he come back? I
3: don't know. I I think he'll be home and safe by the time this comes out. So if this episode doesn't come out, then he may have been eaten by a shark or... Killed by a lava lance. We will know, we'll know and it. Then, yeah, because and then we, we just didn't it. release it. Because, yeah, uh, you yeah, we'll fuck it. We'll still. We'll yeah, still sure. It. Why not? <laughs>
0: Cautionary tale is going to lie. <laughs> Please don't die, Jay. In, this in is hard. <laughs> this,
2: this is hard, Jay. Please don't die. <laughs> I don't want to do this every week. <laughs> All
3: right. So uh, that's it for this week. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on. SoundCloud, Instagram, and Facebook at the Buzzkill Podcast.
0: You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. We are also on every major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Clearly, you've already found us, so please tell a friend.
2: If you want to find Branson, you can find me on social media platforms at JancyPants Pants. Still, you better change that. Hey, you're asking too much of me. You better change wow. that. What, what? about my other friends? What are they going to do when they? We don't, don't care about them. You don't have friends, so don't worry about
0: them. I don't have fans
3: either. <laughs> uh, next week will be a return to form. our home, return to form. J-Raj will be back. Uh-huh. He will be an honest man, uh-huh. and uh, and and we will be uh, back in Ocean Recording Studio. And if you want to find J-Raj and Ocean Recording Studio, you can find him on all social media at Ocean Recording, or you can check out... Oh, www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic, fantastic audio needs. needs. That's it for this That'll week.
0: Do it. As far as an episode for next week, we'll figure it out. Like I said, this, these couple weeks have been a bit of a mess, so we'll get yeah. back on track and... Uh get something going I yeah. do have to That's say
2: fun. I miss the pizza death and the very very harsh sounding clicking that it, it brings
0: <laughs> it, it, it becomes a part of you I'm telling you
2: <laughs> yeah, I miss I guess. it I still hate it
3: <laughs> uh, and also I'd like to thank you Branson for hosting us for the past couple weeks oh you've thank- made this a uh, very nice transition so we oh, appreciate it thank you guys for
2: giving me the opportunity to do so no I problem. definitely miss Justin though <laughs> alright till next week All cheers right, gotcha. boys yep. cheers cheers